This is At The Nexus, episode 64, It's Matt, Not Glossy, on Friday, February 22nd, 2013. And now, we bring our souls outside of our bodies. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersad with co-host Matthew Petchel and special guest Ian Buck. Hey, Ryan! Hey! How's it going? It's good! That's good! How about you? I'm doing great! Why? I got a car! You do? Yeah! You didn't break it yet? I fixed it yet! That's insane! Indeed yet! Yes. <laughs> yes. What about you? What did you do this week? I went to school. School? Really? Yeah. yeah! How many times a week? Every day! How did Sam do this week? No idea! That's so bad! <laughs> hey, Ryan! Hey! What else you do this week? Uh, less of that. So, right, fine, uh, you know, I've actually been doing a lot of work this week. So, um, in my Shakespeare class, we had to do a presentation, and it was, you know, it was reminiscent of my international baccalaureate days. Oh, very reminiscent. And, you know, it's kind of fun. I actually mm-hmm. do like analyzing text at some time during the year. Not, not, not always. Oh, we have a guest this week. Um, yeah. We, we have the premiere and, premier host of the gaming show what is it what is that show called 8-bit bit. yes 8-bit we have that guy oh, ian buck we have to do this right we're working on getting nine. Oh, we're we're collecting the ninth bit you're still so, working on that huh yeah well it's been pretty difficult to track down well so when you do you, you'll, you'll have to change like your whole elmart setup so not to mention you know the the category and the rss feeds and, and the, your new your oh, new man. slug will be nb this is gonna be great you no know, no it sounds bad it's it's too too bad there's no number that starts with an I because then it would have been IB for Ian Buck or for International Baccalaureate. Oh, that would have been good too. Or IBOP. Oh, Dude, I- Miss J, Miss J thought it was hilarious when she found out that my initials were IB. Oh, of course. She was like, "Oh, perfect." <laughs> yes, the premier student of the International Baccalaureate scheme. If well, anyway, I was the premier student, we'd be pretty pathetic. Well, who was the premier student then? I I don't know. Oh, okay. But I mean, I I got that diploma by kind of the skin of my teeth. Well, I think that's the point of everyone's life. Yeah. So anyway, I've been doing a lot of work this week. So in addition to school stuff, so I have um two midterms next week. By the way, two midterms. Wow. Midterms. By mid-terms. the way. Um, I've also been working full time on that CMS. Mm-hmm. And so every day I've been reading, you know, between uh, 20 and 40 pages of documentation, which is a lot of fun. I saw evidence in the tabs. Yeah, and that was only today's. And yeah. basically any time I wasn't in class, I was doing the CMS stuff. So it's, it's actually kind of cool and a lot of fun. Sounds like you need to take a break. Yeah, I meant doing the show. No, you know, you should uh, do tutoring next week or something. Yeah, no. tutoring. No, see. Um, you should be a private tutor. My My class for next week was canceled. So, um, I, I'm free on Monday. Wait, Monday? Is that right? Yes, Monday. Double that. Yeah, Monday. Monday. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, CMS. Are, CMS. Are, do you want, do you want to help me with the CMS? Um, I have no thing, nothing to do this week. Hey, Car's hey, fixed. Everything's hey, good. Um, Ian Buck, you're, you're a computer science major, right? Sure. You, do you want to, do you want to help me with the CMS? Uh, I would love to it's, when I have time. It's in hard, hardcore PHP. I, I retract one, yes. PHP, but I would love to. Well, if you've ever worked with Java, it's like Java, but with less types. Okay. Yeah. So when cool. you want an int, you just don't put the int in front of the number. Oh, good. So yeah. It's kind of like Groovy. Yeah, exactly like that, which is like Python, but don't tell anyone. No, oh, I thought you would like laugh or something. No. Oh, okay. Python is not a laughing matter. <laughs> <laughs> I beg to differ. It's so Python serious. 3 is not a laughing matter. If it was, it would have been in the documentation. 
And because it's oh, the documentation, uh, it doesn't say it's a laughing matter, so we can't laugh about okay, it. Okay, well, anyway, so, um, you know, you know, my week was big and huge, and how was yours? Um, very productive. Yeah, what'd you do? So between this show and last show, I bought a car for $200. You mean that wasn't on last show? No. Huh. No, it was after last show. I don't know. It was, uh... I do shows, like, every day of the week, man. It was D&D Day. So, Sam's show. If you want to call that he did a show, a, sh- a show day, yes, it yeah. was it was the show day of the apocalypse of this year. Okay. Well, yeah, and um, got a car. Waited five business days because Amazon doesn't have Prime shipping on some items. That's fine. Well, it was still free, so I got my part for sixty bucks. Got a new um, axle for uh, the front end of my car, and um, tell me, tell tell the audience where you found this car. I bought it off of uh, my brother. You say that like it's a terrible thing. Well, sounds kind of weird, like I bought a car from my brother. That doesn't sound weird at all. It happens all the time. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I made that up. I've never bought a car before off my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought one in general. Well, okay, like, then. My truck is technically my dad's truck. Right, I, I know. That. can't really drive it very much so right. anymore. Yeah. Um but uh, now, so now I got a little car, and I'm going to be cruising around or sell it. I don't, I don't quite know. Um, well, you know, I actually went, I went for a ride in it the other day, and it was pretty nice. Well, you remember when you, you how much you could hear the death? Yeah, you could hear the death radiating from the. Well, that was because chamber. I was driving Please with a broken. Replicate the noise of the death. Bonk. <laughs> Sounded like something like that. So it's like dial-up, but but harder death. Yeah, I mean, so the wheel was staying on on the car because the tie rod ends were and everything were fine. It's just that all the you know bearings and other things and everything inside of the axle itself were kind of like free flowing objects. So you know how we were just talking about? Wait, was that in the show or not in the show? What was it in the show? Well, so uh, Ian Buck on on an upcoming episode of uh, Ape It, they're going to be reviewing Nino Cooney, and so somebody in my Twitter feed just said Nino Cooney has an update today. So cool! Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Karg has a new axle. I, I got it on So today. much did that cost? Uh, $60 for the axle, and I spent another $20 because I, I thought it would be nice to have brakes. Because it, it, it appeared that the brakes not only were for the wrong car, were disintegrated. <laughs> so you're telling me that you wanted brakes. And I bought them. So you actually thought it would be a wise choice to actually stop for some occasion. Well, yes. I, I know how you are in the rest of your life, just plowing right through. I try to plow through any obstacle that I ever encounter. Yeah, well, that's when you had the truck, anyway. Yes. Yeah. So what else did you do this week? Um, I saw a movie. It's been like about a... You saw a movie? In, well, I see movies all the time, just in, you know, Amazon Prime, instant video. How do you stream that? That's insane. At 240p, man, it, it exists. Wait, uh-huh. so what do you, like, see? Blocks the size of this on your screen? It's like Lego animation with old QuickCon cameras. It's fun. Like, you you remember doing stop motion thing with Rooster. Quick Times? I never did that. Uh, well, you you're never a child, it seems. Well, in in that in that um, Putnam class, they did it, but I was doing Flash. Well, when Putnam did it, it was stupid. Like I I was just playing Motocross Madness because I I already played them. Wasn't I supposed to get something for him? Pod racers. Yeah, I'm never. Gonna See, do that. no, I I got it. I got the files. It's for Windows 95. So he'll do in it. Any kind of compatibility mode ever. Like I've tried. I tried extensively. The he'll only way you can make it work is in Wine. He'll figure it out. You have to use Wine. He'll do it. No, so, are, are, is Murray's uh, computer classes still running on XP? No, no, no. Actually, they have Windows 7. And they all got dual uh, monitors. 
Yeah, so thirty of what? the thirty of the computers in the room have is it about thirty? Maybe twenty? No, only seventeen. Oh, of the let's round 35. up to twenty. How about that? So twenty of the computers have dual monitors, but there are other computers that don't. And so they're all like okay. the crappy Dell cases, and they all had the full profile cards. So I had to go there with a. Uh, stupid needle suppliers and undo all the crappy little things to make them low profile cards. <laughs> That's pretty good though. Do monitors for for a kid to be grown up in the Windows Seven world with the monitors. Hey, it's amazing. Wonder you want to go to Central one day? Why do you want do you want do you want to legally modify a computer at Central? What, what, for what point of purpose? Well, so I would love the ability to have you know the in the PC lab how there's a TV screen and then that teacher station computer in the pc lab yes well so i have that old video card that's literally doing nothing in the other room in theory can output to two monitors at once yes so i could have an extended display instead of a piece of crap mm-hmm. yeah i think that could go into dell absolutely okay then like um you don't even need a profile slot i don't know because you have the full with card you just don't you just plug it in and don't use a, a card okay it's fine don't know I've done it before okay it's a low-profile thing. Like, you just pull the VGA See, thing See, I've never purchased a card that was low-profile, because if I'm going to have graphics that are discrete. They're going to be so incredibly fantastic that they need three bays at most. Yeah. Well, I only and bought one. Wine. What? Oh, yeah. And coil wine. Oh, bloody crap. So, actually, I was thinking about that. So, uh, Newegg keeps telling me, hey, there's a new video card. And it's like, leave me alone, Newegg. Oh, but maybe I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I always say when, like, when you buy something on Amazon, they just say, oh, you buy it once. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just spent all your money on one laptop? Buy another. You spent all your money on a Nexus 7? Buy another one. Or you can buy a new screen for it for $100 more. No, well, yeah, but I you got like it. Go I did like it when, uh, when I started making my desktop, you know, and I was acquiring parts for it that, you know, I would buy one type of part, say, like the case, and then they're like, hey, you're making a desktop here. Have some, uh, coupons for yeah. stuff off for other types of things for desktops. And I'm like, yes, please. Just like that. Well, yeah. speaking of Nexus 7, how's your Nexus 7 doing? Uh, the screen is no longer attached. Why? It's been, uh, liberated. Wow. With a screwdriver, of course. Oh, really? Fly away. Be free. I, I thought it was liberated in your pants. The second layer of my second pair of pants, and yes. But, uh, yeah, so, starting the day like normal, wearing two pairs of pants, because, um, you know, what can be more fun than wearing a pair of pants? Wearing two pair. So, in the back left cheek pocket of uh, my uh, second pair of pants, I had my Nexus 7, and um, the check engine light was on in uh, my newly acquired vehicle, a uh, Mercury Sable with the station wagon edition. And so I'm like, well, I need the trouble codes, eh? And so I um, plopped down on the ground because I wanted to take a look at the rotors. Because as long as I was going to look up how the trouble codes, I might as well look up the other things too. And um, which reminds me, I never actually looked them up. Uh, basically, plop on the ground. I just hear this terrible sound. I'm like, oh, man, I think I had a Nexus 7 in the second layer of my pants. And sure enough, broken glass. So I have to ask, why were you wearing two pairs of pants? I think I was having fun with two pair of pants, and it was cold. Okay, that the, the second reason is reasonable. No, um, so like you know when you go out shoveling and stuff, you can wear a sweatshirt, like, and you'll be fine here in Minnesota yeah, weather. Yeah, because you're working. Because, yes, but when you're Just on the ground right. in like you know suck the warmth out of you, like whatever oh, else. I, why why didn't you turn your microwave on and turn some water into? Well, I, I turned the propane heater on, and I had my um 500 watt floodlight. Scared the crap out of me because I had like, you know how that gives off a ton of heat. Okay. Well, I had it on underneath the car, and so I had snow on it still, and so oh. a bit of the snow dripped on the thing, mm-hmm. and it was just like because it was it got up to like 120 degrees Sizzling. on the surface, and it's just, I'm like, ah, it's scary. 
And I was uh, very, very upset with that startling sound. As one is to be. Yeah. Wow, that's um, quite impressive. So your Nexus is completely dead. Yes, and so I looked up spare parts. Um, basically, buying another Nexus would be cheaper. Well, how much Especially cheaper? since you have the uh, the 8 gig version. No, no, so... no, he has the 32. No, I have the 32. Well, he did. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah oh, he, he, bought it th- suck. he bought it three days after I bought mine. And approximately one day before I lied to you. <laughs> that was great. Every day. being lied to. You Not suck. Any day. <laughs> Hold on, will I pull out my new Nexus 4? Yeah. Okay. By the way, this is the last show ever. Yeah, by the way. Blackberry! No, 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 that's coming later. Don't do it now. No, 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 oh. but you have a Blackberry. Oh, yeah, that too. Do you want Slame? Tell me now. CS. Which one? Oh, the other show. Okay. Do you know what they did? What did they do? I had lots of respect for that show until they tried to rip one of our favorite segments. What? Raspberry. Oh, they have a Raspberry wait, Pi segment wait, now. You don't like that? <laughs> so, no, they do it wrong. So and, Andrew Bailey, one of our co-hosts on the network, uh, he hosts. Used the, to uh, run an amazing show. He he apparently used to run an amazing show, which I still still think is amazing. He has this new thing. He's keeping the joke alive, and he he just like we scream Blackberry every show. He now screams Raspberry every show. We bring our souls outside of our bodies when we shout Blackberry. When he says, Raspberry, 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 <laughs> he doesn't spew it enough. Like, it, 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 it just isn't amazing. It just isn't revolutionary. Like, they need more energy in it. They need to, like, shove raspberries in their mouth to get in the mood or something. But um, it's a good show. I, I listen to it. Oh, which reminds me, we need to play um, sometime during the show. We need to, like, wheels on the bus or something along those lines. We'll just, do it later. Just remember to play. Send something. me a link. Okay. Well, anyway, yeah, you know, it's hard. Yeah, I know. Don't worry about it too much. So, Ian Buck, what did you do this week? Um, lots of schoolwork and being tired and stuff like that. Yeah, that's reasonable. Hmm. Yeah. Break like uh, anything? Fix anything? Buy anything new and extraordinary? Um, no, not really. Hmm. Hmm. That was that was that was the week before this last week. Okay, let's pretend it was this week. Oh, okay. Well, uh, last week I got, uh, I finally got a shipment that I've been waiting for for like a month, and that was my Chromebook. Oh, Chromebook. Chromebook? Chromebook. Chromebook? Chromebook. Perfect. Very very well done. That was the best three-way Chromebooking we've ever had on the show. It's the only Chromebooking three-way that we'll ever have. Oh, he's holding it up. It's nice. Oh, there it is. I think oh, like it's a, a camera just, hole. It, no, it's a Chrome. What is that? A, it's a Chrome. Well, you see, uh, oh, okay, fine. Out of focus. That's all I can see. You know, the viewers don't have videos. It doesn't matter. Don't show it to us. Well, I, 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 I'm technically a viewer because I can't oh, see wow. Diddly what Squad. Is that? It's a picture. What is your background a art there? Login page? Oh, the, uh, yeah, the background that I have what is... that, Assassin's is, Creed or something? It's, it, it's a bunch of influential characters from video games from the last decade. Oh, because I can only see the uh, guy in the hood. Yeah, put that down. I'm putting it down. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Still your tax guy. Uh, That's actually a lady. You know what pisses me off the most? What? What? Yeah, what? No, 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 no. No, we're talking to Ian. So you you know what you know what pisses me off the most about about, you know, it taking a month to get here. Tell me. Was another another guy, like the day after I got it, he was like, So do you think I should get a Chromebook? And I'm like, Oh yeah, go for it, you know, and and so he goes on to Amazon finds out that it's in stock like this you know he just yeah. happens to go on it at the one of the few times that it's in stock gets it two day shipping wow and, pretty, know, but but I so had, is that did, did he have to pay like an absurd premium though on amazon because no, when i because when i looked because, at nexus the nexus 4 on amazon it was 500 dollars versus 350 
No, it's it was still two fifty, and oh. since he's you know a prime member, he just got a two day shipping for free. That's impressive. All the way to Morris, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, Morris is apparently big enough to be a real place. I thought it's it only place. takes it only takes three hours to drive from the cities to here, so mm-hmm. it's not that hard to get. And you know, shipping. if there's if there's twenty people on the campus that are using Prime every other day, it's probably worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're big enough to actually have our own UPS store like location, you know. Wow, do you get your own YouTube up there? Oh yeah. You know, it's wow. funny because he didn't even pioneer that joke. Somebody else did. I still got to rip him for. Well, I know. We should get him back on the show. What, Max? No. Who? Brian Mitchell. Is he real? Is he Morris? Yes. Oh, I thought he went like California. No. Although well, that the other be... Apple guy did. Yeah, but we've never heard from him since. He's drunk. No, 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 no. He got lattes with ice. <laughs> Not enough ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. <sighs> All the Apple guys had to go to California. Yeah, I like, so you know, sad. we'll see. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's uh, it's good. Uh, so we'll talk about your uh, Chromebook a little bit later in our plugs section. I look forward to it. I know you do. Do you have anything to plug this week, just as a forewarning? I want to plug AC Delco brakes. Cheap and affordable, made in India, packaged like it was from the 30s. Hold on while I go consult the Wikipedia of the Nexus and ask it if that is a if fair you thing. Plug a material object like a laptop. I should be able to plug a material object like a brake pad. Okay, if you can plug an iPad, you can plug a brake pad. Okay, that's fair. That's great news. <laughs> okay. Well, so anyway, you want to do some lightning? Let's do some lightning. Okay, I, I will start like always. Blackberry. 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 Yes, BlackBerry yet again, and it turns out they're really expensive. Did you know that an iPhone 5 costs about $140 to make? That's how much its raw materials cost? Well, guess how much a BlackBerry Z10 costs? How much? $154. Really? Do you know what the difference of price that is? Mm, 14 14 that is correct. I thought you were going to be like, no, 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 actually thirteen ninety nine. But no, no, no. No, no, there's no sense there. Wouldn't stop you. No, no, actually... Just, just so you mentioned that, I will point this out. So if you actually read the story, it'll say that the BlackBerry or the iPhone costs one thirty nine and twenty cents. I just rounded up. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just so you know. Must you be. guys are really inconsistent with your jokes. How? Because you know sometimes Ryan, you're like, oh yeah, of course I'm going to round it to the nearest ninety nine cents because it's funny, and then other times you don't, and he calls you out on it. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Oh, meta humor. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, oh speaking my. of BlackBerry, if you have an ancient uh, BlackBerry, like a 7 or 7.1 device, you'll no longer be able to use YouTube anymore. But the uh, 6X uh, users still can. It's, uh, it's lame. Well, it's probably a bug. We don't really know for sure because Google doesn't say anything about it. And BlackBerry doesn't have a clue because they don't know what old products are. It's probably a bug, but who knows? I mean, RIM is gone now. Why would they even care? Yeah, I mean, who supports BlackBerry anymore? Only I'm, BlackBerry. Only BlackBerry. Yeah, turns out. So do you guys remember how Oracle was suing Google for using the Java API, but like, you know, check length function that was nine lines long? Yeah, I remember that very mm-hmm. well. Yeah, but uh, but then the lawsuit got thrown out because it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, Microsoft and a few other companies are now trying to help Oracle win again. Yeah, so they've they've apparently not let the lawsuit die. They're they're you know they're they're filing their their uh, what, what do they call that when they file something? Injunction. No. Uh, appeal. Appeal. That's what I'm looking for. I was for. gonna say whining. 
Well, you peel an apple, so appeal. Okay. Um, so they, they filed their appeal, and so they've also got Microsoft and a couple of other companies trying to persuade the powers that be that they're they're right, which is funny because they're they're, they're wrong. Very wrong. But if this takes precedence over other things, it'll be great. You know, uh, in a very negative sense. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just making sure. Well, you know, speaking of Google, uh, not being terrible and not doing horrible things. Google kind of leaked the uh, registration date for Google I.O. 2013, and apparently it's going to be on March 13th. Uh, if you if you follow through on that link, you'll see a beautiful um, art detailing the, uh, the the new page. You know, every year for I.O., they make some fancy pants JavaScript interactive game toy thing. Mm-hmm. So last year, it was kind of like... Um, Kind of like water, like tubes or something, and you or uh, like little widgets that you could shoot balls from, and then make them bounce around from one side of the screen to the other side of the screen. So that was last year's game. Hmm. Well, yeah. So um, yeah, you know you can you can uh, register for IO on the thirteenth, but I'll tell you what, it's going to sell out in twenty minutes. I bet only five. Well, last year it was twenty, so it'll probably be five this year. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Twitter is launching a um, ads API for so its partners can um, put a bunch of ads in it, and they can make your timeline look like crap sooner than later. Yeah, so they're they're uh, putting in their promoted API API and API. Yeah, and it's gonna be a travesty. Have fun reading for everybody. Twitter. Yeah, kind of, Twitter's kind of going downhill, and I can't switch to Google Plus because I don't have a read write uh, write API. So mm-hmm. without that, I, I'm crippled. Crippled. Very well done. Now, you guys might have heard of the LG Optimus G. It's uh, the phone that Google branded as the Nexus 4. So the Optimus G2 will have an 8-core Odin processor, and it's uh, supposedly coming out this next November. Are you excited? Oh, me? Well, I can't afford a phone, so Oh, no. bloody crap, you can afford a phone. I can't afford a phone plan. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's yeah, exactly. A, yeah, I know. $30 isn't too bad on T-Mobile, but I don't think you have T-Mobile there. In Morris. I would have no idea. No, I'm pretty sure. I, I asked another Morris soul, and they said they didn't. And he would know, because he actually like lives here, lives here. Well, I don't know if it's who you're thinking of, so I don't know. Well, if you oh, only you're... refer to somebody as a soul, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Were you talking about Brian or Sam? Because I know that you did ask Sam when he was on the show. Well, I don't even know what service Sam has. What does he have? I have no idea. Okay, then. Well, no, I didn't ask him. I asked uh, Max. Max Marty? Yes, him. Oh, I was I was totally wrong. Very well done. <laughs> okay. Which service does he use? Uh, he actually has uh, Straight Talk, which is on the uh, AT&T. Okay. So he pays $45 a month, which isn't too bad. Uh, I don't think he gets, like, you know, like, super fast internet out there, but it's good enough for, you know, being in Wi-Fi all day. on campus, it doesn't, yeah, right. really matter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have to take a bus anywhere in Morris, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you know, T-Mobile, speaking of T-Mobile, have you heard of that, right? So a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the MVNO that T-Mobile was going to launch as a rumor. Well, it turns out it wasn't just a rumor. It's actually true. Nice. So it's going to cost $35 every single month, which might sound remarkably similar to Virgin Mobile. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe that's not such a bad deal. But unfortunately, you don't really get any 4G and um, you you don't really get much out of it except... You know what you get out of it? Limitations? $5 more in price than if you just went to T-Mobile's actual $30 plan with unlimited 3G and 5 gigabytes 4G every month. So really, this plan makes no sense. You'll still get people on it. 
Well, here the the, the the only differentiating factor there is that you actually get minutes. So on the T-Mobile plan that I have, the five gigabytes of 4G mm-hmm. and the unlimited 3G, I only have 100 minutes. But if you actually cared about calling, you'd you'd prefer this plan because you get unlimited calling. Yeah, I suppose. But you know what? You can solve that just by you know doing a Google Talk service kind of thing. You could use SIP and just route through Wi-Fi or 3G or 4G. Yeah, I mean, you just Google Talk with everybody. Right. Yeah, I think I think I'm actually converting my mother away from phones because whenever she wants to talk to me, I just get, you know, a hangout invitation now, and I don't even have to tell her, hey, why don't you open a hangout, mom? She yeah, does it. It's, it's really good. So when my mom was on uh, at GoLive, it's one of the things that her work does. Um, they, they set up clinics with new software systems. Um, she, she wanted to see the dog, so I set up a hangout with her. I'm hmm. just saying. Just... She didn't want to see me. She wanted to see the dog. I I see. That's uh, kind of sad. No, it's fine. The dog was lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to even lonelier? Um, no. Your phone, like your phone, is so lonely when you have Ubuntu on it. Like oh. it doesn't belong in any kind of family. Yeah, you know why? Because the desktop has been ostracized. Yeah, I mean nobody takes your desktop with you except for mine because mine has a handle on it. Very handleable, in my case. Yeah, I thought um, you were gonna say handy because that would have made sense. Well, it's handy too. Okay, hands. But everybody takes their phones and tablets with them. And See, now you don't get the joke because you don't watch, <laughs> you don't listen to Eight Bit. I don't listen to Eight Bit. Well, you should. yeah, you should. It's, it's I. I I have, like, enough podcasts in my life. No, you don't. I listen to them. There's only three podcasts in your life. Really? This one, Control Structure, and 8-Bit. Except for there's a few more in my life. Where? Everywhere. What? I listen to TechSnap. I listen to all these other podcasts. Yeah, but you're you're semi-employed here. If I'm semi-employed here, why haven't I been on 8-Bit yet? It's your fault, not mine. Can we on 8-Bit? Well, what kind of interesting games do you play? Oh, bird. Oh, I play a lot of, um, I don't play games. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah. I do D&D. That's not a, well, no. no. <laughs> but speaking of podcasts, so, um, on the last episode of The Universe, Sam was talking about a few podcasts that he that he listens to, and I thought it was great that he mentioned The Nerdist, because I actually discovered them independently of anybody telling me about them. And I actually, I, and I really enjoy them, and I listen to them. You'll have to send me a link because I don't watch TV. Well, but you were yeah, talking about Ubuntu. You. Yes. Um. So tablets. Wait. Now. What about them? They can now run Ubuntu. You. No, they're, they're expanding the code base thing, and so it's going to include tablets, and it's going to be awesome. And you're going to put your Nexus Seven is going to have Ubuntu, <sighs> which you can actually put Ubuntu desktop on your Nexus Seven, but don't tell anybody. Right. right. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't think this is a good idea, but you know that that actually is true. This week, those uh, Ubuntu um, phone kits came out, so you can mm-hmm. install your 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 spyware on your Nexus Four or mm-hmm. your Galaxy Nexus. Yeah. You know the Amazon spyware. It's so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was getting a link for you. No, don't worry about so, it. So, last week, you guys talked about uh, Microsoft and their horrible, horrible Office 2013 licensing issues. Um, and Microsoft has since tried to clarify that. So, they've claimed that it's the same type of licensing as you get when you just buy, you know, the Office 2010 product key card thing. Uh, but uh, it's it's probably still terrible, and you still don't get you know transfers and yeah yeah. So the only information that I actually found out from Microsoft's press release on this is that it, what Google? I mean, just asked me if I was asleep. I guess no. Wow, that's even worse. 
the and, uh, the Doom T-Mobile clock. thing. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember that. Thank too. you for choosing T-Mobile. <laughs> well, anyway, so Microsoft essentially, uh, with their little graphic, doesn't really say what they mean. But from what I gather is that reinstalling on a computer is fine. If you, if you wipe Windows and reinstall on that same computer, that's totally fine. What if I upgrade everything at the same time? That's where it gets fishier. So I think that's fine, too, as long as you call them and say hi. Okay. You just can't change computers. But which what if I, I upgraded so much it looked like I changed computers? Yeah, see, I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's a big deal. With the new model that they're going, 99 bucks for one year of Office is fine. I'm okay with that. I mean, I use it enough that it's worth it. Yeah, Office 365 is looking more and more, like, it makes more and more sense to me, but then I well, remember that I have Google Docs yeah, for free. Yeah, you're in the, the Google ecosystem, thing. and you're really yeah. into that, so that's that's true, but I the one reason I will not use Office 365 is what? What is the one reason? Knowing you, it could be something as simple as the name. How did you is know? 365... To strike you as odd. Okay, so let's 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 play a little game. What products wow. doesn't Microsoft has a number in? Go ahead, tell me some. The Xbox. The Xbox. What? Three sixty. Okay. What else? The offices. The offices. Okay. What else? Windows. Eight. Oh. So why isn't it Office just plain or Office Online or maybe Office three sixty like their other product that has a three sixty in it? Why three sixty five? What am I because using? It's the days in the year. Well, bloody crap! What's wrong with the three sixty? It's a circle. It's everywhere. No, 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 no. But three. But it makes sense because it's a subscription based service. So it's like you get this. Why wouldn't for it three sixty five days in a year? Well, well, why not just do Office twelve? It's twelve months in a year. Because nobody's going to make that that connection. They're going to think, oh, that's the 2012 version. Nobody makes the connection that Office 365 is online either because it doesn't make sense. Well, you don't count. I don't know. I'll take that as a compliment, actually. Okay, good. Because you're saying I'm smarter than the average bear user. You know, speaking of which, Sam told me that he um, didn't have any problems with uh, snow bears today, which I was impressed. Um what? Is he playing Skyrim? No, so it, it's a, it's a long, been a long-running joke that if Sam doesn't get to class on any given day, he's been attacked by bears. So he just didn't go to class for no reason. Right, so he actually went to class today because he said that the snow bears were not um, causing trouble today. Mm. And so then he, when he was complaining later and said that he wanted to go home, I said, watch out for slush bears. Because when he went to the U at like 7 or whatever... Um, Yes, yeah, seven, by the way. Yeah, I was about to say you're lying. <laughs> no, 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 it was, it was true. Um, when, he, when he left later, it was slushy, so I'm sure the slush bears that got him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, so you, you know about Scroogled, right? You know, that, 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 that huge campaign that Microsoft is trying to, uh, you know, instill fear into the uh, fear-mongering public. Mm-hmm. What did I just say? Because that doesn't even make sense. Fear-mongering <laughs> public? Yeah, it sounds right. Well, Microsoft has announced that their their service, the competitor to the Scroogled campaign, so the competitor to Gmail, mm-hmm. they have 60 million accounts on Outlook.com now. Only six months after launch. I think all of them are forced. No. if you create nope. a Windows 8 thing, yes, you that is true. an Xbox account, if you do but, anything. But, no, it's actually not true. So your account is not default... T- it's not defaulting to Outlook. It defaults to Live still when you sign up for the Microsoft account, as far as I know. And uh, your Hotmail accounts were not forced either. So uh, 60 million unique registrations on That's Outlook. That's pretty nice. That is pretty good. 
Now you can say ten percent. Could it be people just registering good names? You know, that's kind of what I was thinking because even in the first week, um, uh, Bill at Outlook dot com was registered, and all variations of Bill dot something. Did you try? No, I didn't personally. I, unfortunately, I wanted to get Ryan at Outlook dot com, and that was taken too. Uh, did you get um operative dot spy at Outlook? Spy dot operative by the spy. way. Spy No, I didn't. Mm. You like that, huh? Yeah. One should. I love how I was a, being Google informed me I was a victim of the CMS, <laughs> and then when you change it to be an email from spy dot operative, Gmail was fine. So this, it. so you know, you know the contact form, right? I was, I was, you know, doing some testing with the 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 the, the form for for contacting us on the network. And so I was using my own email address, Ryan dot Ryan or whatever it didn't the real M, the real address, whatever it is. Uh-huh. And so it, it said that I was uh, launching a phishing attack on Matt because I was using his email as the recipient of my testing emails. So then I did some stuff and changed the email address to spy dot operative at gmail dot com, and it works fine. No, no phishing. Yeah, <sighs> wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember Firefox? You know, I haven't heard about them in a long time. What's going on? Well, do you remember how great they used to be? Like, they used to be, like, making standards and sitting up there on their high horse and getting rid of uh, H.264 and doing all the other stuff. Yeah, I remember when they were totally not going to use the video codecs that were available in the world. Yeah, but uh, they can't really do that anymore because now nobody likes them. And so, no, they used to say no to H.264 and MP3 support. Well, now they're coming out. Oh, soon. they're 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 coming out soon. Yeah. Wow, that's that's great. Do you know? Do you know when? Negative. Oh, probably just in an upcoming version. Well, that oh, could be anything. The, they're in the nightly build right now. Oh, okay, nightly build. Wow, nightly. Yeah. But for those of us who are just in the regular release build, uh, we now have, as of Firefox 19, a built-in PDF browser and uh, legacy. MooTools 1.2.x installations uh, are completely broken. Yeah, I thought that was a relevant thing to put in, but it was funny when he had to say it. That sentence really didn't make much sense. But incidentally, like, Legacy MooTools 1.2.x installations completely broke to due to an API change. I put the yeah, word due. See, due to. There you go. That that. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You put in words that make sense. I edited it after the fact. Okay, that's fair. Anyway, uh, have you heard of Opera, another browser? I do. So, you know, last week they said that they were totally ditching Presto and, you know, consuming Word, uh, WordPress, mm-hmm. I mean WebKit. And so they are actually doing not, not just that, but they're also buying Skyfire, which if I were doing a tech news podcast approximately a long time ago, before we started our show, you know, in 2011, they were the uh, company that essentially brought Flash to the iPad and iOS devices through some demon magic. Yeah. And so they, that that they were a media company, so you could put in any Flash URL, and it would somehow magically stream to your device. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. It is. Um. So so Opera brought them. We don't know for what, but uh, cool stuff. Then they're, they're in, not doing cool things. In, in theory, the idea is if they buy Skyfire and then they switch to WebKit, they'll be able to launch on iOS, which has no Flash. But if they have Skyfire integration, they could have Flash in their own proprietary browser. Except that it would be fake Flash. Well, it would be streaming Flash, so it would still be Flash, but just not Flash. It's less fake than fake. Sure. Yeah. Well, what what are you trying to say over there with this deep size? I don't know what happened. Yeah, my unit here. Unit? This this one unit of MacBook Air seems to be performing on... Holy crap, I can't be... What have you done? Well, I want to see what you're doing. <laughs> 
Looks fine. <laughs> what? Well, spy.operative uses mirror. <laughs> you know, one could write a story about how terrible this is. <laughs> so. Okay. That's really unobtrusive. <laughs> I think it's very intrusive. <laughs> Anyways. Well, fine, I'll use my phone then. It's smaller. Yeah, that's better. I'm happy now. I can't read it now. So, yeah, you oh, know. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Uh, yeah. You're talking about. No, I'm uh, not. Thing. It's it's done. Yeah, um. New news. Um, new! Yeah, Deviant 7. Uh, the, Just came out? No, the RC came out. Oh. So don't get it, but get your hopes up. Well, well what, what's what's suspected to be in this release? Um, lots of stuff, including GNOME 3.4, which means I won't get it. Why? It's gonna look awful. Oh, nothing looks better than GNOME 2.31. Yeah, you know, it's Mint's the best. Mint has actually been going really well. So my mom has the Google laptop, and uh, she's been actually um, using it all day. And so I asked her, "So uh, how's the laptop?" And she's like, "Yeah, everything's great." And uh. I said, well, if you want to do anything with work on it, so, like, she needs to log into her corporate VPN thing mm-hmm. sometimes if she wants to use her work programs. Yeah. So she can't do that on Ubuntu or Mint or whatever it is. She can't? No, because it needs Windows application support. And so I said to her, well, you know, if you if you, if you you want um, to do work stuff on it, you'll have to buy a copy of Windows. And she's like, it's not Windows? And it's like, no. So. Wow. Yeah. That That's, um... I know Windows 8 is kind of wiggy, but... She was using Chrome all day, so she didn't... I don't know. Uh, still, things... The, even the mouse icon looks terrible. <sighs> you tell, the whole laptop's mouse is terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you know so sponsors. The, uh, the other... Well, you Sorry, first, what? Ian. Go ahead. Sponsor so yourself. The, the other... Well, the other day, um, before... <laughs> this has to do with the previous... What we were talking about before. <laughs> this is not a sponsor. Uh, so, I... The other the other day, I was looking at uh, on Wikipedia at the list of Linux distributions, and I found this terrible, terrible graph, uh, and of you know the distributions and where they came from and who's branched off of who, and it's 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 a travesty, as you say. I'll I'll put that into the show notes, and that is quite a graph that is too big for this little screen. How about a different one? Oh yeah. Uh, how do I open that? Where did you send that? How did you get that to me? Google. Yeah, I know, but which service? There's like three of them. The talky one. The talky. No, not the talky one. Okay. The chat I, uh, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get there. So, any uh, do, do do you have any sponsors over there? Um. Yes, I do. Oh, really? I am sponsoring a. No, no, no. You don't understand how sponsors work. They are supposed to sponsor us. I was contacted by an independent person saying that they wanted to sponsor me to talk about their car hustling business. Oh. And so this person named Matthew Petrel Wait. came up to me and said to me this very day, I want you to go on air today, and I want you to tell your dedicated listeners, even the ones who are snow-covered in Utah, which doesn't exist, that you can buy a car if you live in St. Paul or anywhere near St. Paul. It's a Mercury Sable made in the year 2000. Very top of the line, except for a few dinks in the side. If you don't buy it within the next year probably gonna cut it up to make it look like a pickup truck which i want to do really badly like i i figured it only cost me like 10 bucks in blades well you know how i got my saws on and everything well so i hear yes. yeah well it, it doesn't seem that thick but so just cut off the doors and the sides and everything else okay one big problem i have with it is like you know how i have two slots of the driveway well the second slot like the gas tank faces the alley side 
Mm, that's weird. Yeah. But it was always on the driver's side. Well, this one's on the passenger side. That's weird. Well, that's how things used to be. I mean, it's messed up. Yeah. But uh, do you know what the problem with that is? Hmm. Gas got siphoned out of the car. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's empty now. Was full. Was full. Now it's empty. That's pretty bad. Happened the night I got it. Yeah. Huh. Full tank of gas. No gas. You gotta get that worked out. Yeah. I See, remember how I kind of alluded that I was chasing a guy with a hammer? Well, I heard somebody on the driveway, and so I ran out there with a hammer with the intent to murder. Um, well, I, I could have grabbed the gun, but um, I, I didn't. Think yeah, you know, the hammer's a little bit more silent. Yeah. Well, like, if I had the gun, I could have dropped the hammer on him. Don't understand. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, you don't... It took me a while. I, I once snuck up on somebody in my alley with a Nerf gun because I thought that they were somebody from a different Assassin's team. Okay, so just so you know... Did, did he get angry? He was really confused when I shot him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wait, you're not an Assassin, are you? And he just, like, turns around and he's wearing a Johnson sweatshirt. A Johnson High School sweatshirt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, f- sorry. <laughs> oh, well, fair game. He's got a Johnson sweatshirt. Yeah. It was really weird, though, because he was sitting in a lawn chair across the alley from my house, and he looked like I've he was ready to it, come man. home. Huh. Yeah. Really? What? Okay, fine. Yeah. That, that's lame. <sighs> Kids. Yeah. Well, you should just enforce it. Like, yell at him whenever he does that. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Kids aren't listening to this. Yeah, so $1,500 or $2,000, whatever you'd rather pay. Let's compromise it. My, my sponsor wants two thousand. Oh, I, I, I. You got a coupon to be more code? Realistic coupon code, bulk list. <laughs> if you give me the, if you write on the piece of paper when you come up to the dealership, um, you said eight four nine Tatum Street. They say bulk chocolates, <laughs> and you'll get five hundred dollars off your first purchase. That sounds like an amazing deal. <laughs> it does. Keep in mind that this this coupon code is one time use only. Yes, you, you can't get two for the price of a half, and, and two people can't use it either. So only one person, whoever gets mm-hmm. there first, is served. yeah, first come first serve. Yeah, unless you get shot, in which case somebody else will. If they listen to the show as well, that's uh, likely not. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know that was an extraordinary sponsor. Um, do you want to talk about some plugs instead? I don't, but I well, think somebody's dying to. Well, I've got a plug first before the real plug oh, goes. Wow. Yeah, you know, I, I can't do a mini plug. Yeah, you know, I got I got to draw the show out here. Just so you know. So, you know how last week and the week before that I wasn't literally not doing any tech news, like I didn't do any show notes. Do you remember that? Yeah, I noticed it disappeared. Yeah, so <laughs> I got a Nexus 4. And I thought it would be cool to try out some new RSS readers because I, I guess I was under the assumption that Google Reader just was not was not, you know, featured and uh, you know, not nice and not good. Well, not that I was wrong, but press was not the solution. So if anybody reads my blog, I bulk wrote about press many weeks ago because it was supposed to be the savior and the most beautiful RSS reader app ever known to man on Android. And while that might be true, it is also not featured, uh, or, or it may be a feature, but it doesn't do what I needed to do. So you know what I do for the show, right? I read the news. I read it fast. So I, I look at all the stories every few hours and star the things that I think are interesting, and then when I get back to the computer here, either on the desktop or the MacBook Air, I copy those stories from my starred favorites on Reader, and then put them into the show notes. Well, Press doesn't make that easy, so I've been looking for alternatives this whole week, and so I found one. It's called Reader. Not like Google Reader, but called just plain Reader. Mm. It's in the App Store. It's $1.99. I didn't buy it yet. There's a free version also. And so... 
one of the reasons I like this reader is that it actually has the hollow theme implemented. So unlike reader, it actually looks nice. And they also have hollow theme in dark. So there's light and dark version, which is also nice because I prefer the dark version of things. And so uh, one of the best features of this is that it has um, really fast cheering tools, really fast, um, like, um, I don't know, reformatting tools. So if you get a, a feed that looks funny, so if, if you want to read the full article, you can have built-in reformatting. So essentially it strips the page that you're reading, like the full-length actual page, it strips it of all of its ads and comments and things you don't want to read, and it just shows you the nice part. Kind of like Instapaper. Nice. And uh, it, it has uh, swiping features. You can swipe to stories left and right. Uh, you can mark something as unread. You can label things very, very easily. So when I read Sam's show notes, one of the reasons I stopped doing Sam's show notes for the universe mm-hmm. is because I didn't have easy access to my labels. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like painful. Well, so with with this, I can put mark things as to you if I want to. Nice. Yeah, so that's a nice feature. Now, for the free one, there is an ad that is on every single page, and I, I pretty much have to cry. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm reading the tech news here, and I've got breaking news. There's an iPad 5 case that is rumored to uh, be circulating in some place in China. Is it Circle? Is the new iPad Circle? No, circle? no, no. It actually has the design features of the iPad Mini. Breaking news. Heard here first, but read somewhere else. Wow. <laughs> oh, um, anything yeah. else cool? Um, well, I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's a lot nicer than the uh, you know regular Google Reader app. Um, not only because you can change your theme and your layout. You can either have a magazine view or a typical reader view. You can make certain uh, feed labels refresh more frequently. So I need my, you know blogging things to refresh much less frequently than I need my tech news to refresh. You can set specific things for being on Wi-Fi, for being on 3G, 4G, which is also nice. You can set up notifications. So if you have an important label, you can have notifications blink at you if something really, really important happens. So I have that set up for anything that contains my name. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool trick. Uh, So yeah, I I really like it. So I might actually buy it. So I believe it's $1.99 on the uh, Play Store. Yeah. So does it does it tie into Google Reader yep. in the sense that okay, so when you read something or star it on there, it becomes read or starred yeah, when you so face the website. Yeah, that's so that's that's part of the core functionality, and without that, it would be essentially useless. Good. Um, so that that's one of the things I have always needed. Suppress so did the same thing, but it was just a lot slower to get through it all. So this gives me the ability to go faster. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put a link in the show notes. Want me to talk about my plug now? Oh yeah, yeah, you do that. All right. So, contrary to popular belief, I'm not plugging a brake pad. Oh, really? I am plugging a battery widget app. Oh. Now, this app, for 99 cents, will replace the standard little battery symbol with you the know, Canadian your is flag. Off, right? Okay. Well, one would hope that, you know, there's, yeah. It's a 99 cent app. All it does is replace your stock image with the flag. And it's amazing. And um, it has four five-star reviews. This, I, it's very rare that I find an app that is purely 5.0. Does it really? Yes. <gasps> How many downloads does it have? Five. Wow. And three of them bothered to rate it. And by three, I mean four. No, no, I take it back. It has 50-plus downloads. Yeah, but that doesn't mean ratings. No, four, 5.0. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. Um, yeah, 99 cents. Uh, Canadian patriotism. 
It's realer than what is that? Yeah, I don't know. What is this? It's rather impressive. I like it. I don't know. I'll put a link in the show notes because I don't know what it is. I don't know okay. what it is, but that is nice. Send a link to the... Uh... It's not that picture that we were looking at before, was it? <laughs> no. No. It's above your plug in. I got it. Yeah. Could plug that other picture sometime. No, maybe later on the fringe. Oh, wow. wait, I did already. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing you said before. Yeah. Maybe it is the same picture. I don't know. If you would like to know what we're talking about, audience, please listen to The Fringe, some number or another. Um, so, 64. No, so that's the show, but the fringe. Fringe with 64. Right. So, um, in the CMS, one of the cool things we do, I don't, I don't think you've seen this yet, but I'll, I'll show you. I have. Pre. Cool. You've seen this? Mm-hmm. What? You showed me. What? This, uh, new trick with the CMS. But it hasn't happened yet. I didn't make it. So, so this is the, going to be a mock-up of the new dashboard. So it'll have numbers of which show has been most previously posted. So it's a show count. Oh, nice. nice. Yes. So nice. So so what's our total right now? Well, 181. That's all. Uh, Just so you know, this isn't real. This is a mock-up. It's not it's static. Oh. It hasn't actually happened yet. I remember what you said when we hit 200. What did I say? I When I said that as soon as we hit 200, you said... That you'd want a new studio. I said that you're just going to say 400. Yeah, you're right. You're looking forward to that. Yes, I'm looking forward to the day we upgrade to our new studio. Well, when I said 200, I had meant at the Nexus, but okay. No, you said total shows produced. Yeah, and I was under the assumption that there were never going to be other shows at the Nexus. Yeah, and how well did that work out? Wait, I don't know. I mean, Sam never did a show again, so I was still right. Anyway, moving on. You just denounced April. As if it was so, like pig blood. So, you know, there's this guy here who has a review that is astounding. Would you like to hear it? Tell me about it. This is pretty much pretty much a big, big deal. Big deal. Well, it's a very small deal, but it's a big deal. Um, so I bought a Chromebook. And, uh, you know, if I, if I had told myself a year ago that, hey, you're going to be buying a Chromebook in a year, I would have laughed at myself and told myself to go away. Because... I was, you know, so, so in love with my giant 16-inch gaming laptop, you know, that I just couldn't imagine using anything else. But now that I have built myself a nice desktop and I have a giant monitor to game on and, and you know, all that I was using my laptop for was typing notes in class, it really didn't make sense to have that thing. So I, uh, you know, looked around and to see what was out there, and I discovered the Chromebook. And this Chromebook really caught my eye because... It uses an ARM chip. ARM? Now, yeah, ARM. So, essentially, this thing just has a smartphone processor in it. And, you know, it doesn't have, like, a hard drive in it. It just has 16 gigs of flash memory. So, this thing is essentially, you know, a, a big giant cell phone with, uh, you know, a keyboard and a, and a, and a big screen. And that so might which sound model of Chromebook do you have? I have the $250 Samsung one. Okay. Uh, and so that might sound really strange. Like, why would you want a laptop like that? Well, because obviously that allows it to be extremely, extremely small and, you know, still have great battery life. And, you know, since it's, uh, since it's Chrome OS, it's not taking that many resources and, uh, you know, it can get away with just having a smartphone processor. Um, so yeah, I bought that thing. And uh, as it turns out, everybody else wanted one as well. So it took it took a month for my Chromebook to get to me, and it was you know the worst month ever because I actually had to bring paper to class and write things down with a pencil, and it was it was terrible. Let me tell you. Uh, but I've had this thing for about a week now, um, and I'll give you my impressions of it. So 
I guess let's start with the keyboard because I know that Ryan uh, really likes you know nice keyboards. I am very big um, on keyboards. Yes. Yeah. So this thing is pretty comparable to the keyboard on my Sony Vio, and of course, you know the Sony Vio uh, keyboard is the one that Apple stole from. So I have to ask a question: uh, What's wrong with that Alt key there? The uh, the big one? Yeah, the, the big, big one. The big Alt yeah. key. Well, since they don't need a Windows key, you know. Or a command key, or anything like that. I mean, what are they going to do? Well, they're going to make the control key and the alt key. Even uh, you know, I wish they would have just left that key alone because that means I can't even put Ubuntu on it. Oh well, of course not. You're not supposed to do anything like that with the Chromebook. Why? It's Google. They're supposed to be open and free and let you do whatever you want. Mm, not so much. Oh well, no. I was wrong. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it you know, it's nice and spaced out. The uh, the keys are you know all are on their little separate islands and and they're it's all flat um the the keys when you push down on them they don't have quite the same resistance as the you know my old sony vio Mm -hmm. um and i i prefer having a little bit more resistance um but obviously i'm getting used to it so have you ever Um, used a macbook air's keyboard probably once or twice when i was in the studio you you should you should find somebody on campus who has a macbook and oh, wait. Yeah. ask them to type on it and see what they think of the difference between them. Because I, my MacBook Air, I love it. The, I love the keyboard. It's it's a great keyboard. I'd love to have a keyboard like that for my Windows computer, but I'm poor, so I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd like to know what the comparison is between that and the Chromebook. Actually, actually, I just remembered. Uh, I just got finished with uh, you know converting somebody who owns a MacBook Air to you know using all of Google services and. Uh, yeah, I, I was typing on that keyboard. That was a first-gen MacBook Air. You and they, they the the keyboards are pretty comparable. Um, in terms of uh, the so so look here at the top of the keyboard. Okay, so the, the controls, the, the keys there. Yeah. Yep. So that's one of my favorite things about this keyboard because you know you look at all these uh, Windows laptop manufacturers and none of them can agree on whether you know F1, F2 through F12 should be the primary function of those keys. Or if it should be the volume, you know, yes, and the brightness absolutely. and everything else. Well, Google just decided, screw all of those F1 keys. You don't need that. We're just going to give you back and forward and reload and maximize, you know, restore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Windows switching, alt-tabbing essentially, um, brightness and volume control. That makes sense. And, and those keys don't do anything else. It's perfect. It's great. Um, and I thought that was just brilliant. So yeah, so uh, one the, thing uh, about how's the trackpad? The trackpad. Oh, hold on. One more thing about the keyboard. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice this right away, but it's really funny. See those? See, see those letters? Um, yeah. They're all lowercase. What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it, but nobody else does that. Really? It's like yeah. It's like Google is just trying to be different for the sake of being. You know, it's, it, there's no coincidence that the G is in the center. <laughs> oh wow, they've been planning this for a long time, haven't, haven't they? they? Um, so the trackpad. The trackpad is really, really nice in my opinion. Um, I don't think, you know, you're going to be picky. Turns and out. You'll, pro- you'll probably complain about the fact that it's not glass. I don't think it's glass. Well, if it's not glass, it's not good. It's, I, I mean, I have no way of knowing that unless I looked it up. Um, you know, the bezels but, that I touch are glass, and if they're not, I can't feel them up. Yeah, this bezel this bezel wouldn't depress you because well, this bezel is plastic. That's the problem. Yeah, but uh, no. So the trackpad uh, is multi-touch, but the the most fingers that you're ever going to use for any g- gesture is two fingers. Of course. Um, so you know, 
it's it's you know sing, single finger moving around is just moving the uh, moving the cursor and then two fingers of course is scrolling. Um, now you can click anywhere on the trackpad and it will just click right. So and like an actual D press. It it's an actual D press yes. Hmm. Um, and for a while it was really throwing me off because I was like how the heck do I bring up a context menu? I was having a really hard time figuring out how to bring up context menus until I went through the you know. Uh, the the tutorial essentially for the for the laptop and it told me oh if you want to bring up the context menu you gotta click with both fingers oh so yeah. you can just tap on it right like a normal laptop just like touch touch it like just tap yeah that you can yes, do that can. still okay good so you don't yes, have to actually physically depress it no okay don't. good um, I always like to though because yeah. it feels it oh. feels better well see on the MacBook Air um, I hate it so I turn that off okay yeah um. But yeah, no. So so instead of it, instead of right clicking now to bring up a context menu, it's you click with two fingers. Yeah, that's how it's on the MacBook and Air also. Is it okay? Yeah. Because I had never seen that before, and it is brilliant. Yeah, I agree. It's it, it's a very nice shortcut that involves no keys. Do you remember on the the old Macs how you had to do the control click? Well, that was a travesty. Oh man, that was terrible. Yeah. And actually, actually, so the the MacBook Air that I have access to here, she uh, it it doesn't it doesn't do that. It uh, you know you have to click on one side mm-hmm. to bring up a context menu, and she's reversed it. Oh yeah, yeah. So those and first it, gens, not good. Uh, um, but yeah, so the you know this thing is is of a comparable size and weight to a MacBook Air. Um, there obviously it does it doesn't really you know taper at the front the way a MacBook Air does. That's still pretty small, though. Um, but that's yeah, it's it's fine. Like I mean, I f- I I feel better holding this than I do holding a MacBook Air because I feel like it's going to slide out of my grip. Yes, definitely. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if we're going by numbers, this is uh two point four pounds, uh, which is like point oh two pounds more than a MacBook Air. Um, so you're probably not even going to notice the difference. Well, on the the MacBook Air I have the. 13-inch MacBook Air is uh, essentially 2.99 pounds, so it's actually okay. lighter than that, but that's an 11-inch? This like is an 11.6-inch, yeah. Yeah, so it's a little bit smaller, too, so that's fine. So, oh yeah, so speaking of which, let's talk about the screen. So it's an 11.6-inch screen uh, with uh, 1366 by 768 resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, matte, so mm. not not glossy. Um, and I, from what I've seen, you know, it, it, doesn't, re- it, it doesn't have much glare at all um compared to my old laptop uh you know i don't have to worry about reflections and stuff mm-hmm. um which is really great do you, do you tend uh, to use it outside in the sun a lot or what no well i it's winter i haven't gone outside <laughs> okay at all. just make it sure um but no like like you know the the lights coming in from a window or the, right you know the lights from a from a ceiling light thing mm-hmm. um you know those don't really bugged me as much as as they did on my other laptop um battery life battery life is really good um it's rated at like seven and a half hours or something like that mm-hmm. um i haven't been able to run it down to empty yet in a day that's pretty good that's really yeah good. uh of course you know i i don't have it out and using it all the time mm-hmm. i'm you know because whenever whenever i'm here in the dorms i'm probably in my room at my desktop right um, and then when i'm out and about i you know when i'm walking i use this and then whenever i have a chance to sit down i use the chromebook mm-hmm. so um what what do you do with the chromebook 
Um, I, you know, take notes in class, uh, look emails. Um, a lot of times I'll just be sitting there and then I, you know, hear my Nexus go ping and I go, oh, got an email. So then you don't even check it on the Nexus anymore? No, no, I check it on the Samsung because yeah. it's, it's right next to me. It's right in front of me and it's already open. Um, yeah, one thing that I've found really annoying is it doesn't cache the pages like beyond like the last three that you had open. Oh, because it has such a small drive. Which is really, really annoying. Mm-hmm. So, like, especially since I typically have Gmail, Google Calendar, and Google Drive, all of them open at the right. same time. And then I have what other, whatever other tabs I'm working on. And so whenever I try to switch back to something else, it has to reload the page. Yeah, I can see that. So how much memory does it have? Like two gigs or something? I think it's two gigs, yep. Yeah, see, I, I can see why that would be a problem, like constant reloading. You know, Especially... It, it hasn't really been it hasn't become a problem problem for me but i can definitely imagine like if i was uh say filling out a form online or something mm-hmm. and it you know you can't save that without like submitting it and then i go to something else and i come back and it reloads the page and i lost all my all of my form data so when i had when i when i used matt's old ipad 2 whenever i would switch tabs in safari it would very quickly lose you know previous tabs I mean, they'd still be open, but you'd have to reload from scratch. But now that I have the Nexus 4, I can have 20, like 25 tabs open and have them all in memory at once. And it's quite impressive. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So can you do like any kind of programming on your uh, Chromebook? Because I know you're a computer science major, and that be, might be something of interest to you. Um, I haven't really tried finding a uh, you know web-based IDE or anything yet. I, I've heard that they exist. Um I did find I found this one um, application for uh, Google Drive called Notepad, mm-hmm. uh, like online Notepad or something like that, and it can open most files if I upload them to Google Drive. Um, let's see, I don't know. Does GitHub let you edit things from within GitHub's website? Yeah, it does. You can. You, there's an, they just added within the last three weeks an edit button. Okay, so that's good. Um, I haven't really done that yet at all because whenever whenever you know we need to do anything that involves programming we go down to the lab and then we're all on the linux boxes running in eclipse and stuff yeah it's funny that it doesn't like have any way to run java even though that google is a very heavy java user yeah but no vulnerabilities of course not um, I thought it was funny when you asked me, um, you know, okay, well, what what kind of podcast player does it have? And I was like, well, what kind of podcast player does Windows have? Like, no, you just well, download the, the file and then play it. Well, what I mean is, so like Windows, you can download uh, an application like Miro, and Miro will, you know, essentially be a feed reader for podcasts. It, it's kind of like uh, Beyond Pod on Android. It'll, okay. you know, download things on a schedule and, you know, say big week to you whenever it's ready. So... That that Windows can do that. Android obviously does it. I'm sure there's apps for other platforms. So does does the web store, Chrome Web Store, have anything that can play podcasts like that? Well, I haven't looked around because uh, who does that, right? I, exactly. I yeah. mean, if I'm going to be listening to a podcast, I can guarantee you I'll be listening to it on my Nexus anyway. Right. Exactly. Um, and I mean, back back in the day before I got my Nexus, I you know had them all in Google Reader. Mm-hmm. So you know, I would just get the episode there and probably play it in the web in, in the web page and then go and do something else on a different web page while I'm listening. Right. Um, but yeah, so for $250, I can't imagine getting 
a better computer than this. What do, you, what do you think? I think that's a steal of a price. You think that so? That is really good. No, but... And it's better than the HP one that's going to be coming out soon. Oh, yes. Now, so when does that HP one come out? Isn't it a couple uh, weeks? Yeah, I think. Yeah, sometime in March, I think. Mm-hmm. So that HP one has no battery life. You know, apparently, mm-hmm. the only Chromebook that has any battery life is that Samsung model. Every other Chromebook has four, five hours or less battery life. Yeah, it's... I. I still don't think that Acer and HP understand what the point of a you know Chromebook is. I've got a hard drive. Yuck. Just like that. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I when when I mentioned it to somebody, I I forget who, but they were like, "Oh, I wonder if Acer just wanted to get rid of a bunch of like cheap, you know, three hundred dollar hard drives that they had laying around." Well, I think that's what I that's what I've been told also. Yeah. Yes. Ridiculous. Yeah, but it makes sense for them. They they weren't going to use them. So, I mean, I guess you don't program enough. You mean, you're not, like, in this Unix world constantly like I am and Matt is. I, correct. So, I mean, if you were, this would be kind of an annoying factor. I mean, I wonder if there's some kind of web-based tool to SSH into another machine. Without that ability, the Chromebook would be needlessly limited to me. Well, there is um, there is the, the Chrome um, remote desktop thing i haven't i actually haven't tried that out yet that sounds at cool all. um but uh supposedly you know it lets me go and get into my desktop and then do stuff there um yeah obviously obviously you know this thing is not meant to be uh, your your primary computer at all um and so actually for when people have come up to me and asked me you know oh can you can you help me like you know to to pick out a good gaming laptop i've been telling them no, don't get a gaming laptop. No, don't do that. Go build yourself a nice, cheap, you know, uh, desktop that can game for $250 less than your budget, mm-hmm. and then just go and get a Chromebook. Yeah, definitely. And I, I would recommend that in all cases. Even when you had your fancy pants gaming laptop, I said the same thing. Just go get a nice desktop and get a nice laptop. Now, yeah. the problem with that, though... Is we had dial-up at home, right? Well, so how was yeah. I ever going to get games? Walk on my desktop. Be at like, home? be like Matt, and walk your desktop to your to church. church. Yep, it's the only way to live. <laughs> I mean, you needed to go. Desktop. Matt does this all the time. He lives five blocks away, and he just runs his laptop. I mean, his desktop up and down. Did you round to the nearest five? <laughs> well, how else did you count it? I count my block, their block, the tennis court, that hill, and your block. That's five. So about one <laughs> city block. <laughs> For for people who actually care about distance, <laughs> I wanted to make it sound dramatic. Oh yes, yes. When it's so cold here in Minnesota and there's deep snow, I'm just carrying my uphill big heavy both thing. ways. I'm carrying it uphill both ways, and it's just so hard. Right, right. Actually, downhill's the hardest part. Yeah, they, you'll slip the, and die. Yeah, slip and die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I put a link into the show notes. Uh, so I just did a Google search for a Google product. And apparently, you can do SSH on a Chromebook, so I can buy one now. Awesome. Turns out, I'm not going to buy one now, but, you know, it turns out, maybe. Are you sure you don't want to replace your MacBook Air with it? You know, I like my MacBook Air because I can use Sublime, and I, I really do code a lot. So, I, I mean, even though I have SSH capabilities, I don't like them that much. Fair you know, Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so that's the Chromebook. Yeah, Chromebook. And as it... As it turns out, uh, I didn't know this until recently, but it has been the number one selling laptop on Amazon yeah. and I, and like on you know Newegg and and everywhere since it launched uh, like 126 days ago or something like that. 
So now that means it probably launched some time ago, like October, November, something. I mean, maybe September. Let's let's pretend September makes sense. So when do you think the next Chromebook similar to yours will come out? Similar to mine? Yes. So you know, mid price, like two fifty, three hundred. With, you know, battery life that doesn't suck. Not like that by, HP... By mid-price, you mean, you know, rock-bottom price. I would say mid-price. It's not a tablet. And people, well, sell tab- ta- people sell tablets, tablets for 99 are... bucks. What? People sell tablets for 100 bucks these days. Yeah, but those are people like Kobe who, you know, make crap. Yeah, I, I understand. Okay, so rock-bottom then. 250 300 350 When 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 will the next model of yours come out, essentially? Uh well I have no idea. Do you think do you think because one might we, can, come? we can't see anything that Google does coming ever. Oh yeah, they you're... just do it and then they tell us about it. Oh yeah, you know I think it might come out at I/O. Like they might like say, hmm, yeah, you know we need another one of those here. Have another one. <laughs> what is your problem? What are you what are you pumping your fists at up and down vigorously for? I just I hate Google. Why? Well, do you know how they have that new way to send emails? No. They have that ghosting thing in the bottom of your inbox. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work in Opera. Oh, see, <laughs> I can click through it. Hey, when uh, I click, when I click text, it's fine. When I click right below the text because I want to move the cursor down there, I click the email behind it. I've got a great, great news. When WebKit attaches itself to the Opera ecosystem, it's gonna work. That issue will not exist because it'll work. Well, can I tell you something? I had no intent of getting rid of uh, Presto. I was gonna keep it forever. Yeah, I know you will. Like, it, it, I like oh, it. I know. Well, but there's spe- a reason I like it. Speaking of which, Opera. So you bring up a good point. So on Chrome, there will never be another browser because I mean, on on the Chromebook, there'll never be another browser. I thought they had to. But it's a Chromebook, so it's it is Chrome. So I mean, you know, that sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. It is literally any day now. Go to Europe. Anyway, so the point is, um, you know, Sam. You know, you met him once or twice. Mm-hmm. So Sam wrote um, essentially a miniaturized game, uh, version of Conway's Game of Life. Have you heard about that, Ian? Con- I, I heard him talking about it on the universe, but I have no idea what Conway's Game of Life is. So um, just do a Google search for Conway's Game of Life, like, you know, with an apostrophe, Conway's Game of Life. And so eventually on that screen, a little JavaScript whoa, whoa, whoa. app whoa, whoa, will whoa. pop up. I ha- it looks like Snake. What's going on? Yeah, so it's essentially Snake, but with it, it's kind of like an algorithm that does some stuff, and cool. it's cool. So anyway, oh, that's what you guys were talking about. It's becoming a Google. The Google. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, Con- Conway's Game of Life is that. So Sam wrote a simplified version of it, so it would only do like some preset number of generations, and it and it would just do something over and over and over again. Well. Um, so I ran his version in Chrome, and it essentially crippled the browser. It, it took up 45% of my i7 on all cores. So that was quite intensive, right? 45, yeah, 40, so intense. 45. More intensive than that web than than that WebGL demo that we were looking right, at. Right, exactly. Yeah, that that took nothing. So Sam managed to take up 45% with Chrome on all process on all cores. So then I ran that same thing he made in Opera, 7%. On all cores. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's not bad. It it makes my life faster. Your life would be faster if you'd stop using crappy operating systems not called Windows. So do you know how you have... I have crappy internet at my house. Oh, I do. Well, like, Opera Turbo is really nice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Like, literally nice. I don't even understand how half of it works. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's... I just, like, it's on, it's fast, it's it, uh, good. I'm, I'm pretty sure it functions similar to Opera Mini. It's kind of like a reverse proxy. So they cache stuff for you. Yeah. And if there's an asset, they can press the crap out of it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a feature of Opera that I used to love. And I don't know if it still exists anymore, but it was a thing where you could select a folder on your computer and then using the Opera website, mm-hmm. I don't it was like Opera Unite or something. Well, they're kind of a, it's kind of funny. They have a web website built into their browser. Like, right. There's, everything's in there. Yeah. So with with this little thing, you could share pictures in a folder with anybody in the world <laughs> using their website as a proxy. So Megan and I would share pictures with that because she wanted my pictures. Yeah. And a cool thing you can also do is like your bookmarks, your history, everything. Right. Like, so instead of uploading all the crap to Dropbox and having copies here mm-hmm. and there, it was just all local and it just, you know, just fed out of my internet. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think they call it like Opera Link now. Or... Well, look at that, an in-place plug. Hey, do you want to talk about some main topics? Because I, I, I think this guy is itching to talk about this. Uh, no, I'm tired. Why don't we just skip them? <laughs> yeah. They're all over me. They're all over me. It itches. Wait, what? You said I was oh. itching to talk about something. Hey, um, Matt's getting a call. This is incredible. I, I want to AFK for a second. Okay. So talk about PlayStation. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't talk about anything. Hello? Hi. <laughs> oh, good. Um, hold on a second. got to get out of here. We're doing a show. Yeah, don't worry about it. I think we can talk without him, can't we? Yeah, 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 definitely. Is that not said out loud? Okay. So, so, this is related really weirdly to, uh, you know, my plug. So I just got to tell you that when this happened yesterday when I was in class, like, I, I know where I was. I was sitting in class, and I was deathly bored. It was 2.38. Wait. Yes, that is true. It was 2.38, and I was about to die. And so, literally, this news happened, and my life got better. I was, uh, when I heard about it, I was in our lab, you know, just like after, after class hours, you know, but a few of us were in there working on, working on homework mm-hmm. and, uh, Paul turns to me and he's like, so Paul Horn? no, 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 Paul sleeps. Sorry. Oh, too bad. I, I, I know that's confusing sometimes. Sorry. But, uh, no, so Paul turns to me and he's like, so Ian, you hear about that Google Pixel Chromebook? And I'm like, oh no, that, that, that wasn't a thing. That was just a hoax. Like, and, and he goes. Now I'm pretty sure it's a thing. I heard about it today, and I'm like, wait, really? <laughs> and then, when I got home at 3, you were like, oh my gosh, Ryan, it's real! And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. So, what do we know about this Pixel? Well, let's start with uh, the Pixel part. This thing has the highest pixel density of any laptop ever. Now, is that actually true? Did somebody actually go and find out if this is true? Uh, what do you, do you mean, like, did they count the pixels on the thing? Well, I mean, they... I don't know, like, so what, what, what are we comparing this to? What, what, well, what okay, has similar so, counts? So, so we have, we have a 12.85 inch screen, and it has 2,560 by 1,700 pixels. And if you calculate that out, that'll be 239 pixels per square inch. That's a lot of pixels. That is a lot of pixels. Um, of course, you know, that's not anywhere near, you know, the 300 plus that high-end phones have, but, uh, you know, in terms of, in terms of laptops, I'm pretty sure that's the highest because I, I think the, uh, the MacBook Pro with Retina display has, what, 220 some okay. pixels yeah. per so square? That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that, that 17,000 there, that, you know, 2560 by 1700, what did I say? Seventeen thousand, seventeen hundred, seventeen hundred. Uh, that would you, be ridiculous. You know that seventeen hundred though. Num- that number is so weird. What aspect ratio is this thing running at? Well, that's by that's three by two aspect ratio. I've never heard of a laptop in three by two. No, it's it's kind of, it's between you know the sixteen by ten and the four by three aspect ratios. Um, and at first I was like, "You, that sounds terrible." But then I remembered that this is a Chromebook, and so everything that you're doing will be websites. That's and, true. 
what are ev- what's every website ever built like? Uh, very vertical. So that's fine. Very very vertical. Well, yeah. so on the other hand, though, on websites, most images are not optimized for that kind of resolution and that pixel density. So how do they take that into account? I have absolutely no idea. So I've got a that's video. That's why we're gonna have to go to Best Buy. Okay, right. So I've got a video, and I want to play it. So uh, I'm gonna play it. How about that? You might be able to even hear it. So good luck. When we started the project two years ago, we set out to build the best possible computer. If we could make a computer that was easy to use, was really fast, that looked beautiful, you know, we could make the computing experience better. And that really was our goal in designing the Pixel. We wanted as few lines as possible, as few markings as possible, as few screws as possible. And I mean, the first thing you'll notice when you turn on Pixel and you open the lid is the screen just jumping out at you. It is the highest resolution, brightest, best screen that's ever been put in a laptop computer. And one of the most delightful things about using the Pixel, you start using it like a regular laptop, but then when you have that that urge to just go and touch a button or hit play on a video or something like that, and it actually works, it's just a wonderful experience. We wanted people to be immersed in whatever they're doing. We wanted to basically make the hardware disappear. The goal is just to build something amazing, and we really want to focus on the user and delighting them with a great product. So yeah, like they said in the uh, in the video, they uh, they put a lot of thought and design into the the build of the laptop. Um, you know, it's all aluminum, all all you know, solid, good quality. Um, you know, they, all the screws are hidden. Mm-hmm. The uh, the speakers are located underneath the keyboard. You know, so you won't be seeing vents for that. Um, the vents for the cooling are are you know out the back, the way same way that all of the MacBooks are. Yeah. Um. They uh. I think they they put the um the the wireless you know radios in like in the back bar where the hinge is. Oh, that's so, a good place. Okay. Yeah, apparently that gets better reception than normal laptops. Um, you know, multi-touch uh, 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 touchpad, or t- what is it called? Trackpad. Trackpad. Glass, made of glass, I heard. Um, you know, backlit keyboard. Yeah, so it's a Gorilla Glass trackpad. I put the uh, link to the specs in the show notes. And, uh, of course, the, uh, the touchscreen. Now, having a touchscreen seems really silly to me on this thing because... You're running Chrome OS, which is not optimized for touch not in any all. way no. whatsoever. Um, I suppose you can, like, scroll on a web page. But, you know, it's so... I mean, can't you just scroll on the trackpad? I mean, wouldn't that be yeah, easier? Exactly. Um, and I have to agree with, you know, Steve Jobs on this one. It's ergonomically terrible. Now, now it's funny that you say this because... And while I agree with Steve also... Um, whenever my dad tries, uh, like I hand my dad my MacBook Air, and then he takes it, he reads whatever page, and he wants to scroll down. I'm usually handing him a page on Newegg, so he wants to read the reviews. Right. Whenever I hand it to him, he tr- literally tries three times to swipe the page down by, you know, swishing up so that it would move <laughs> up, which should expose the bottom, like on a tablet. And, like, every time he does it, I have to tell him, that's not how this one works. Like, he's used yeah. to tablets, he's used to his phone now, so... Uh, maybe, maybe that's a thing that, that's common, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's those people, and then there are people who have never touched a, a touchscreen device before, and, you know, they're not going to even, 
consider that you know you would want to swipe up to scroll down. You know, but I find that it's very intuitive. So when somebody does it, like my grandmother, she's never used a touchscreen product. But whenever I bring my phone over, I let her see it and I let her, you know, try to do something. And so she just moves up and down the page. It's very intuitive. One oh, way yeah. goes up, one way goes down. And it's, people don't think about it, but they learn it instantaneously. So I don't think that's an issue. The barrier I, to I entry think... on touch is so low. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, once once we get rid of the, you know, the whole giant uh, scroll bars on the side, talking to you, Windows. Uh, oh, my gosh. Windows 8, I'll tell you after. <laughs> Once we get rid of that, the you know the whole scroll, the concept of scrolling down will just be gone because you know once you don't see that, you're just okay. You're moving the page up. Yeah, right. Well, you know it's kind of funny that so I don't see on that on that page I don't see like pictures of any web pages open on the Chromebook, which is no, it's all stars. Yeah, which is great because you know I love stars. You know, look at the album art, and but you know. Oh, it has a backlit keyboard. That's insanely great. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh, I love backlit keyboards. That's that's the one thing that I really miss about my Vios keyboard mm-hmm. is that this one's not backlit. Yeah, you don't know um, how you don't know how much you need it until you lose it. The um, I, I watched a video of the guys over at the Verge playing around with a uh, oh, Verge you know, Chromebook, mm-hmm. and uh, God, he had to like touch like four times before he finally oh, hit the tab yeah you saw that you too know? wasn't that appalling if, oh if i had been doing a demo video on this product and i had to do that i would have restarted the video man of course of course well he did mention that like yeah this isn't optimized at all i know but um, i guess it, yeah and, and actually i kind of feel the same way about chrome on my nexus you know i yeah. sometimes you know you i miss. try to hit mm-hmm. I, yeah exactly yeah me but too to, the tabs are not easy to touch. Now, uh, on, in defense of that, on my Nexus 4, Chrome works great. I never miss. But tabs on the Nexus 4 don't exist. So I'll show you uh, in the most horrible way possible. <laughs> so it's loading, and so you can't see that yet. But you see the okay. You see the status bar, and you see the little icon with the 4 in it? Yep. So that's how you access your tabs. So then you get this view, which is coming into screen. So then you get vertical tabs instead of horizontal tabs. Oh, man, I, I'm so jealous. So Chrome on the Android Nexus 7 does it with you know horizontal tabs up on the top of the screen, as you know. So Now, I have to, I have to ask you... Um... The the Chrome on the Nexus 4 has, you know, the if you swipe in from the side of yep. the screen, it will switch to the next tab. Does it do that on the Nexus 4 as well? Yeah, yeah, yep, it does. And okay, I love good. that feature. Without that, I would cry. Because <laughs> I, I hate using that tab switcher on top. It's it's way too much work. I love yeah. I love being able to swipe from the left or from the right. I wish Chrome on the desktop would work the same way. Hmm. Well, anyway, I, I just think... Like the the Chrome on the phone is great, but also I just think the Nexus Seven is a little bit too slow for Chrome and other things. Like my Nexus Seven is just feels like a slug compared to my Nexus Four. Don't listen to him, Bianca. He didn't mean that. <sighs> I did mean it. <laughs> um, so let's talk about specs on the uh, on the Pixel. I would love to. So they are they are rocking a an i5 dual core. What was it? One point eight gigahertz. Yes, uh, one point eight dual core. But they don't say which line of i5. It could be a Sandy Bridge, uh, an Ivy Bridge, or some kind of bridge. But who knows? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's uh, the you well, know the. Um, I'm sure it's a mobile it, a, a mobile Ivy Bridge, but they don't say it on the spec page. Yeah, well, it's they do say that it has uh, you know in. Uh, 
uh, gra- Intel yeah. HD Graphics 4000, which means that it has to be the you know the 3000. Uh, well, you never know what special uh, deal they could con right? out of Samsung. I mean Intel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait. Samsung has nothing to do with yeah, this. Yeah, right. No, you never um, you never know. But yes, you you are right. It has to be at least 3000. But still, you think they would say which line it's from because you know it's absurd. But they're not going to. No. Um. So yep, in terms of ports, it's got uh, it's got two USB 2.0 ports, That's... which I thought was hilarious. Wait, really? Two 2.0? Really? Exactly. Why? It's because because my Chromebook you have has at least a three, one, right? Yeah, I have one two 2.0 and one 3.0. Is that HDMI out? That is HDMI, a, a full size HDMI, whereas huh. the Pixel has a mini Display Port. I I found out which processor it has built in also. Oh wow! So, so it has a, an i5 3427U, um, so that's not too bad. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that compares to. I guess I can find that out too. Uh, mm-hmm. I lied. I can't. Um, okay. Well, to put it into perspective, the the processor I bought for my mom was a 3525. What did I just say? A 3225. So wait, you bought you bought a mobile processor for your mom? No, it's a des- regular desktop processor. Okay. But well, but then you can't really compare you, you, them. You can. Yeah. A, a, a 3225 and what you have, uh, 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 3570, the, yep. the 3427 would be in between. Okay. And that, that's the one that's yeah. in the pixel? Right. Okay. I, I'll put a link in the show notes for everybody to not read. Now, um, in terms of RAM, they got four gigs of RAM. Very good. Um, Maybe you'll not which... reload a page every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 32 gigs solid state drive. Yeah, um, a little small, but you know it's a Chromebook, so who cares? But it's a Chromebook. Yeah. Um, and actually, so so when Paul first told me about it, he was like, "Dude, it's got it's got a terabyte hard drive," uh-huh. and I was like, "That's stupid." Yeah. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But and then and yeah. then I read it, and I was like, "Oh no oh, no no that's no no no!" Genius. It comes with a terabyte of Google Drive storage. Do you know what I could do with years. a terabyte? You know, a lot. you know, I could just buy this and then store. No, that would be dumb. Uh, I could store all the Nexus. Um, Do data. it. No, it's Do not, it. not cost effective <laughs> at all. At all, not at all. That's um, cool though. The funny thing is, so so this this beast, this uh, beast. really high end, you know, Chromebook, um, costs thirteen hundred dollars. Yes. But then, but then, if you take into account the fact that if you if you want to have a terabyte of Google Drive storage for three years, that's going to cost you, I believe, uh, eighteen hundred. Here, I can do the calculation. Yeah, again. It's, I I think it's pretty so expensive. Forty nine ninety nine times twelve times three, so that's uh, yeah seventeen ninety nine and sixty four cents. So yeah, that's eighteen hundred dollars. Very very expensive. Um, so if you think about it that way, you're you're getting your money back. Kind of. kind of, um, yeah. That's assuming that you're actually going to use a terabyte of storage, and I, I can't imagine me myself using a terabyte of storage. Well, and even you if know. you were, even if you, um, like, I don't know, if you weren't on a campus with extraordinarily fast internet, you probably wouldn't even be able to upload that much in yeah. in a year, let alone three. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. After I after after you take into all of this into account, uh, uh, if you take into the, all of this into account, you really have to wonder like who's gonna buy this thing? What was Google thinking exactly when they made this? And uh, MKBHD, who makes 
a lot of really good videos. He uh, he posted one explaining kind of probably what why they released the Chromebook Pixel. Well, I've, got, and, I've got one thing to add. So I did mm-hmm. the calculation. To upload one terabyte of information to some service, if you upload it at my house's rate, which is 600 kilobits, I mean kilobits per second, it would take about 155 days constantly. Wow. You also have to consider that you could have people sharing stuff with you um, well, I'm just you know, saying from from their from their one accounts. terabyte. Yeah, 155 days by now. So you just handed your Chromebook to someone and they just threw it at you? No, no, no. I'm I'm signing myself into Amazon oh. uh, on somebody else's laptop so that they can watch uh, Stargate. Or they can order the latest trolling bot. Yes, I trust them not okay. to do that. Okay, I'm just saying, uh, you know, kids these days. I hope that I have enough Wi-Fi here for it to actually sign in. Oh man, Wi-Fi. The connection in my room is just atrocious. Oh, that's a nice HP. What is that? A Spectre? Uh, f- 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 Probook? What is that? I like it. Shush, 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 shush. It's, uh... Hey, look, the Windows 7 code. I think I'll just read that. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh... Yeah, there's no way there's going to be a name on it. It's, oh, it's, that's weird. It's an HP. They're nameless. That's too bad. Yeah, okay. So, uh, also with the uh, Chromebook Pixel, um, one of the things that I, I, I love about the Nexus 4 is that it actually has dual-band Wi-Fi, and the Nexus 7 doesn't. So, the the Nexus, I mean, the Pixel has actual Wi-Fi on 5 gigahertz. You, you don't know what 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi is like until you use it, but nobody uses right. it, so it's unclogged and completely great. I wonder, uh, what does is, what is the Samsung Chromebook use? Uh, Probably I, not. I, um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so so MKBHD, he, uh, he thinks that what, what Google is trying to do here is they're trying to kind of set, set a precedent you for also other have hardware. Band. What? You also have dual uh, band. Good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he thinks that the, um, the point of the, of the Chromebook Pixel is to kind of set a precedent for other hardware manufacturers so that they, that they know kind of what, what the Chromebook should be capable of, you know, so that other high-end ones that hopefully will not be quite so expensive, uh, you know, so, so that we'll get more like this. You know, it's funny, um, because for a price, uh, for, for 1300 right? Mm-hmm. For that price, you can get a MacBook Air uh, for, for that price, like, you know, with the same amount of tax and the same everything that is capable of much more. You don't get the space, you don't get that one terabyte, but... Right. You can get a MacBook Air that has a better processor. You can get a MacBook Air that's faster because, you know, it has a real operating system that is not crippled. You can do SSH natively, and you can run Sublime natively. You can run Photoshop. You can do things with it. And you can use Chrome because it's a browser. And that whatever is cooking out here smells great. It smells delicious. What is it? And that was... Oh, what? Yeah, don't worry about it. it. So, uh, and that, that was the other thing that he mentioned was that this is, this is kind of a kick in the rear for developers so that they will get more things onto the web and not just, you know, be native, uh, applications. Well, I don't know if you that's know. what this signals. I don't think that signals this at all. I mean, so it's a Chromebook, so either you're online or you're not, but if you're not online, that'll just force people to not spend 14, I mean, $1,300 on a joke. It'll force yeah. people to spend $1,300 on a MacBook Air. I think that's what it's inevitably forcing people to do. Like, the price point doesn't make sense to me. Well, no, I, and, and, and he's saying that, yeah, no, peop, this isn't going to sell to a ton of people. It'll probably sell to 
people like me who you know love Google. I don't know if it would even have, sell to have you. disposable income. Uh, no, it's not going to sell to me because I, I already have a Chromebook and I don't have thirteen $1, $1,300 is what I spent on my desktop. Right. Exactly. If I had that money, I would have a better desktop. Well, you know, I spent I spent fifteen hundred on my MacBook Air. So yeah, you're weird. Well, I mean, you know, I got Apple Care and tax. That, I mean, it was thirteen ninety nine. Could have got like five cars for that. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I I need a MacBook Air. I can carry a MacBook Air like on my back. I can't carry a car. Or you could get the one car, car from Matthew Petchel. Yes, that is true, but yeah. only today with uh, the bulk triosis. No, uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Triceratops? No. I don't know. Triactical. Bulk triactic. Bulk trialysis. I thought it was bulk apocalypse. Bulk triosisless. Oh, whatever. You'll listen to the show. Yeah, because we already forgot. Yeah, you, know, you <laughs> If forgot. you say bulk something, <laughs> I'll give you the deal. No, Matthew Petrel will give you the deal. The deal. I mean, I, I'm not sure what this is really doing for me. So they also have a uh, LTE version, right? Yes, and that one is more money. Like fourteen ninety nine, right? I think it's fourteen fourteen forty nine. Okay, and of course you get a hundred megabytes for two years through Verizon Wireless. So you don't pay a contract with Verizon when you buy this. You just get two years of mobile broadband, but only a hundred megs. Oh, and it you also have sixty four gigs on your hard drive now with that version instead of thirty two. Well, that's a good bump, but I'm still not impressed. But it's only a hundred dollars more, right? right? Uh, or is it two hundred fifty? One hundred fifty. That's not bad, you know, for a spec bump and getting free Wi-Fi essentially everywhere. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I I still don't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't think that this is a good like a product that anybody's going to purchase. No. And I don't think that it'll force anybody to do anything either. Now, the product that we're all going to be purchasing from Google though is Glass. You think so? Because I'm not a fan of Glass either. Do you want to talk about Glass? Because I don't have any links. Dude, I I want Glass so bad. I know, but it, it doesn't I seem told practical. Somebody, I told somebody who has is not into technology at all today about Glass, and she was like, holy crap, how do I get one? Really? Yes. Maybe I'm just like becoming an old guy because again. Because it, it's it's sexy and it's how? intrusive. And how is, how is wearing glasses not intrusive? You have glasses. What do you think? They have saved my eyes so many times. Yeah, but you feel them. Doesn't that bother you? I don't. Oh. Some people do. Like, you don't feel them? I feel my sister takes them off whenever she falls asleep or anything. I just leave them on 24 hours I a day. I think she takes them off so she doesn't break them. No, she says they bother her face. Yes, because you when you're laying on your side, you'll have a lens or a frame See, digging into your head. No, 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 no. What I have when I turn on my side is a half of my cot sticking into my side. So I just, I can't turn at all when I sleep. I was going to say she has a real bed, but then I was corrected by realizing that she does not. She has a nook in a... That attic. nook looks quite cozy. And last I checked, her little nook had four corners. I thought you were going to say, oh, well, I thought you were going to say, and it can run about Sun Spider, but okay. I don't know, if, I'm not sure about that yeah. feature. As you if were. all that I needed to do to have my technology with me was this... I would do it. He has glasses on. You know, but I put my sunglasses on. Okay, so I guess I'm just an absurd weirdo that I, I just can't use glasses. Like it doesn't do enough. Like Google Now is great and all, but it doesn't preempt enough tasks for me to be actually useful. Um, and so you know, I type a lot. So like, let's say I get a text message with glass. How, what do I do? Uh, I have no idea. Right. So like, there you go. An unanswered question that needs an answer. 
When do you get text messages? Like when I'm at school, like, you know, like all the time, like people text me, you know, I'm very busy during the day. Mm. Not at all. Well, I'm sure I actually no. I think you can, you can send messages with glass by talking to it. Right. So great. So that means, well, that's fine. People do that with Bluetooth anyway, but that means you also have to have actual dictation that doesn't suck And Google now and Google dictation is great, but it's not perfect either. I don't know, man. I tried to. I asked it, uh, you know, how long Go- Brooklyn Bridge was today, and I totally fumbled over the word Brooklyn. I was like, oh. blah, blah. I want to try. Still knew what I was talking about. Google, how long is the Brooklyn Bridge? Brooklyn Bridge has a length of five thousand nine hundred eighty-eight feet. That's pretty good. Yeah. Google. Oh, I have to be on the other page. Google. <laughs> Google. How long is the Golden Gate Bridge? Golden Gate Bridge has a length of eight thousand nine hundred eighty feet. Well, bloody crap! That's long. Apparently, it doesn't respond to Google. 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 <laughs> Google. No, it worked for that time. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, I never use it, though. I, I use it all the time. I, I just, like, I don't know. Like, at the bus stop, it's always wrong. It, it, it'll really? T- yeah, it'll tell me transit times. It'll say seven minutes, and the bus is in front of me. They don't have any control over that. Well, no, but I agree. But it's still wrong, and it's still their fault that it's wrong. Do you know how off that schedule is? Oh, I do. When I used to take the city bus everywhere. Oh, I know. Before I learned how to grow wheels, uh, it was always so wrong. Oh, I know it's wrong, but that doesn't stop me from complaining. They're... Transit just can't handle diddly squat. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I also don't like glass because I don't understand the point of having a mini screen in my eye versus a screen I can just hold and put away when I don't want it. It's Well, the point is that it's it's unobtrusive when you don't want it and it's there when you need it. That's also called my phone. It's not intrusive when I'm not holding well, no, no, it. No, 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 because with you your phone, you have to go to all of the effort of taking it out of your pocket, turning it on, and looking at it. With Project Glass, you just kind of look up and to your right and it's there. You know, I can look up to my right and say things are there, but I'm called crazy. Yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> the voices in my head said so. Yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, uh, if they don't, I don't know then. Do, uh, so I, I read the review about Glass from uh, The Verge, and I don't know, he, uh, Tobolsky seemed to like it, but he just said that, you know, uh, it, it, you know, everything works, it's great, but it, I, I don't know, it didn't seem like he was so enthusiastic that he had to have one. I mean, what do you think? Well, I have to have one. Well, what do you think? I want somebody to have one, have some major vision problems, be scarred for life, and then get the next generation. Oh, so that is a good question. So is Google Glass, like, does it alter your vision in any other way? Like, does it have, like, any magnification at all? It doesn't need magnification to make you blind. What do you mean? Well, so, like, glasses, like, even, like, just reading glasses, like, they can have a 1X or 1.5 or 1.7. Well, I mean, it... It can either have a lens or it cannot have a lens. Oh, so it can also be lensless? Okay, great. Yeah. But looking up... Look at the picture of him on that thing. What what does it display the screen on? Look at it. Look at the picture. No, I don't have a picture. Oh, wait. He's wearing the sunglasses. Okay, look look at the picture on the video right below that. I have to scroll all the way to the top to get the show notes that I have to put all the way at the bottom now. So he's so he's wearing it. He's wearing the frames without lenses in them, and then the the glass, the actual thing that displays stuff. Oh man, to that's you, so lame. You know, my screen right now was right. four point seven inches. That's point seven inches. Yeah, that's lame. It's a whole four but inches different. I'm sure that it has an enormous, enormous pixel density. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That is a good question. 
Google Glass. Is that what they call it? Google Glass? Project Glass. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Didn't they have another one too? Like um like you could like it was a whole lens and you could just see through it sometimes, like kinda always there, kinda not. But I don't know. Uh, I thought I remember reading something about it. Didn't we have another main topic that we were going to be getting to? Yes, yes, we also have another main topic. You may probably should do that. Do you want to talk about the next main topic? I could spoil it for you. Okay, please. PlayStation 4. Oh, our PlayStation 4. Wait, that's a thing? That's a thing? Oh my gosh! That's one more than three. And, hold on, let me, let me find out. Wait, didn't the three, like, just come out, like, just last year? That's 356 or... less than the Xbox 360. Wow, you had to use a calculator. <laughs> I really did. It's that kind of day. Oh, and 351 less than Office 365. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going to be doing Office stuff on the PS4, are we? Aren't you? Well, of course. Good. Because all of my machines have to be everything machines. Well, anyway, so on Wednesday night at approximately uh, 6 p.m. sometime zone, there was a PlayStation 4 event. Yep, I watched it. Did you watch it? I did not watch it in real time. I was busy oh, I sleeping. Watched I watched it and I kept cursing because their streaming app was terrible and, and it kept pixelating during the tech demos, nah. so I couldn't tell if they looked good or not. It would have looked horrible on your Google Pixel. Ugh. Well, so uh, what do we know about this uh, amazing console? So, what do we do? We want to start with specs or features or what let's, do you, what do you want to know? I like talking about specs because they have numbers in them. All right, so specs. Um, they didn't give us a ton of actual real numbers. Um, so what we know is that the processor is actually an x86 processor. Um, and you know the uh, the the GPU is a, based on a PC GPU and it's running at 1.84 teraflops or something like that. Yep, and uh, so and it's got eight gigs of GDDR5 RAM, which is really fast and amazing. Is, yeah, um, and I don't, I'm not sure. Like, I can understand having eight gigs of RAM. That make that makes sense. But I don't understand why they feel the need to have this more expensive, you know, faster type of RAM. Well, because so DDR3 it, works for everybody else. Well, but no, but even in your in your GTX 270, I mean 670, like crap, um, you have DDR5. Do you have the two gigabytes or yeah. one? Yeah, uh, so, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. So I also have two gigabytes in mine, and the two gigs of DDR5 make a huge difference. It's it's um, you know it goes a lot yes. faster, and the bandwidth is higher. Doesn't their graphics card itself have then? Two gigs of GDDR5, or would it not? And they're just using the system RAM. For well, that. now see, the thing here is different. So I think this is a little bit more custom than we're used to. So it's using an AMD processor, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is one of those APUs. Okay, hang on, hang on. You say more custom than we're used to. Yeah, we're used to the cell processor here, which is about as custom as you get. I mean, custom in the x86 market. Ah, okay. Uh, so this is using an AMD APU, I think. So APUs have memory, CPU, and GPU all on one chip, essentially. Now, so the memory is a little bit less on the chip than the CPU and the GPU, but it's all in one place. So instead of having graphics memory and system memory, it's all in one. So it's just shared, just like, you know, if you didn't have an actual discrete card. Okay. Um, So, like, on the chip, there's half the chip. It's less than half, but, like... Three half, three quarters of the chip are for CPU, and the last part of the chip is for GPU. But in a console, it's probably the other way around. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you look at if you look like an, an AMD A10 CPU, um, it has a GPU in it, and it it's, it does the same kind of thing. So it's more custom in that 
you you have a a crap ton of graphics class memory versus just regular PC standard memory. You know, like cool. DDR3. Like, sure. Uh, so, uh, do you remember the story that we covered a few months ago, how Crucial's bringing DDR4 out to consumers soon? I remember reading an article two years ago about Samsung doing that. Well, okay. Same thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... It's D- been around. DDR4 forever. isn't even in the consumer market yet. But it's been around for three years already. Consumer market. Do you know that uh, GDDR7 is out for consumers? You know, you know, I don't think so. I might so. have skipped a few. Yeah, I think... Well, Java did. does that with your updates, so it's fine. No, no, I don't... I don't we I didn't don't... even talk about that, did we? What? Oh, well. What? Uh, Java Did, did, did you hear Icanium is going down? Okay. So, anyway, so the, the AMD A10, so it's, it's the top-of-the-line APU that AMD is currently selling. It has onboard graphics, so like on-chip, like, you know, APU. It has mm-hmm. equivalent to 7660 graphics. Okay, I don't know the Radeon HDs. What is that comparable to? Well, so I just bought a 7770, like, last week. Okay. And put it into my old computer, and it beats Matt's 5450, like, with no problem. Um, It's better than my my GTX uh, 250. I mean, I don't know how to compare these things either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they gave me they gave me the number in teraflops, and I was like, "What does that even yeah, mean?" Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Nobody measures it that way. I think they did that um, so they wouldn't have to say uh, gigahertz. Yeah, yeah. Um, so moving on, I guess uh, they didn't really tell us uh, how big the hard drive would be. Eh, you know, um, probably you know some size that's like three twenty. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh man, I hope it's more than that because I filled up uh, you know my Steam library pretty darn quickly. Yeah, you know, it, it, I I don't know how many people actually play downloaded games on the PS3 though. Well, this isn't the PS3. This is the PS4. And oh, they I are forgot. Pu- they are pushing. They are pushing digital distribution here. Are they? But we'll get we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so it's got obviously it has a Blu-ray drive built in. That's good. Um, yep. Uh, I'm I'm really glad that they didn't try to come out with something new. new oh gosh, and- that would have sucked. Yeah. Um Green Ray. Ugh. So they uh have some USB 3.0 ports and some other ports. You, you didn't say anything some... about the DVD drive because I wanted to make oh, fun of the Wii U. Whatever. That's I mean that's that's assumed that a Blu-ray drive can play DVDs. Oh, I know, but I assumed that a next generation console called the Wii U could also play DVDs and I was wrong. Mm. Yeah. I assumed oh, well. that my PS2, which, you know, came out in the same generation as the Wii, could I know for sure my PS2 could play DVDs, but the Wii couldn't either, because it no. sucks. Why would you want DVDs? You're the one who wants a discless life. Me? No. Yeah. I just don't want things. Those discs. But other discs you want. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, very, very picky, choosy for situation. You'd be surprised. Go along. Uh, so, it's got Ethernet and some Wi-Fis and some Bluetooths and some HDMI and some still, analog AV. Still has AV out. Stuff. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Well, so- some people are going to be playing PS4 games on a tube TV. And they should be not be allowed to do that. No, I know. It's unfortunate. Um, so we were talking about kind of the uh, we were talking about the uh, you know the digitalness of this thing. Yep. Um, and they so they're really pushing the social aspect of gaming. Um, so they 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 put a share button straight on there there on the controller um, so that you can easily take screenshots, record videos, share you know broadcast videos while you're playing. Um, 
you know that you'll have uh, you'll have a fr- uh, a profile page that will actually have like your information on it for your real life friends. Um, and then obviously, you know, when you're just in an online match or whatever, you can still be anonymous because uh, that's pretty important. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that you can you know yell at the twelve year old kids who are playing Call of Duty with you without them knowing who you are. Um, that sounded really creepy. Yeah, it's fine. It's you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, so obviously, I, I, I mean, it sounded to me like they were really pushing, you know, the uh, the digital sales because, um, you know, they're reworking the PlayStation Network for it. Um, it has the the console actually has a separate little chip in it that will download things in the background while you're doing other stuff. Um, so it'll, you know, it, it's they say that it's going to kind of look at your preferences and figure out what games you're likely to buy, so that it will it can start downloading those games before you buy them, and then as soon as you click buy and you know your your funds are transferred, um, yeah. they have all your money, then you can just start playing it immediately, and it will download the rest of the game while you're playing that game, and you won't even have to wait. Okay, so what does the share button do? So like, let's say I'm playing. Uh... Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Let's say I'm playing sure. that, and I hit the share button. What happens? It comes up with a little a little screen that has three options: one that says screen share or screenshot, uh, one that's uh, record video or share video or something like that, and that will you know record the last few minutes of gameplay so that you can maybe edit that later and share it with people. And then there's broadcast. Okay, so that's pretty cool. So I, yeah. I, it would be pretty cool, too, if I was playing Metro 77 and I just did something epic and I could share it directly to Twitter. Like, just like, woo, Twitter. Exactly. So I think that, that is actually really nice. But it's just such a weird position on that controller. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, obviously, the actual gameplay buttons take like precedence uh, over the share button. Well, I know, but it's in such a weird position. It looks so strange. It's incredibly whacked. It's a weird controller, in my opinion. It looks I so kinda, retro. I, I like I kind of like what they were what they did with it because you know the the two things that people complain most about you know the DualShock Three is it doesn't have like real triggers the way that the Xbox controller has and the analog sticks are not concave on the top the way that the Xbox controller is. I never thought about that, those factors. Okay, well that that's that's what I've heard people say. You when know, you play Journey, prefer- you don't need concave analog sticks and you don't need triggers in Journey. Well, I've heard that concave analog sticks are much more comfortable to put your thumbs on than the rounded ones. I well, see. you keep hearing that. Have you tried concave? I've, you won't, you won't, I've, I mean, you won't know until you try it. I've tried an Xbox 360 controller, and I hate Xbox 360 controllers. Interesting, because that's the they're one that's, huge that's and bulky and disgusting. Preferred by people. My hands are typist hands. My hands slither around a PS3 controller okay. better than anything. So you know what? I was actually thinking about this. I was thinking about this the other day, and I realized, you know, so I really like mouse and keyboard because most of the buttons that I push are with my fingers, right? Right. Imagine that. And my thumbs, my thumbs are just kind of there for the ride, and they they push a few buttons here and there as well. Whereas with a controller, I'm holding it with my fingers, and then my thumbs do all of the work. Right. And it's really inefficient because then I've got like ten buttons for each one of these thumbs. Yeah, I think I'm exaggerating there. No, I know you. I I got it. Um, I figured it out. So I was thinking about this, and I came up with this idea. We make a controller. It's a sphere. It's a sphere. You hold it, and you have buttons under your fingers. Maybe like two per per finger, right? That sounds reasonable, right? Right. Yeah. So then you have plenty of buttons, 
and then maybe you have analog sticks for your thumbs, but that's all that your thumbs do. And and it's a sphere, and you hold it, and you do that. You clicky-click, and, and, you know. I, I can see what you mean, yeah. So how do you hold it without pressing a button? Well, you just don't press. Yeah. I mean, how do I put so... my hand on my mouse without pushing a button? Right, same deal. It's like so this. you just stick your fingers in these holes in this, on this well, ball. No, yeah, no, it'd, be it'd, be like it'd be like this. Kind of ridged. Yeah. Yeah. So gesture with your hands. Well, I, no, I'm like, like... So it's so, like that... So... It'll probably it'll probably be kind of molded so that oh so it's just like a little indents okay I yeah. I just envision like a bowling ball like you just stick no, your no, no, fingers no. in there and like buttons buttons I found and buttons the, in the middle of this the, and then the buttons are inside those ridges uh, and you push them I mean I I understand but It'd be nice passing it to another player like just roll it across the floor I mean I'll be <laughs> okay but so one of the reasons I have the Xbox controller up on my screen and I I hate there's there's things I hate so first. I have literally no idea what is going on with those misplaced joystick things. What are those called? Sticks. The analog sticks. Analog sticks. Why are uh, they not? You're complaining like, that they're symmetrical. not on the same level. Like my gosh, what? Why would some... you want them to be? Because I have two thumbs that are at the same level. When I hold anything else, my thumbs match. One thumb is just dedicated for movement. The other one looks and presses button. It's as simple. Nope. I, I just don't, see, you never press any buttons on a D-pad, so all you have to do is keep your left. I, I, I just so, don't. I so don't understand. Ryan, Ryan I, I agree. I agree with you on that one. And what did Sony do? Well, they didn't change it. I know they go. haven't changed it since the PS One. Awesome. Yeah, except well, that one big I mean, screen. They kind of did because the PS One originally came without analog sticks at all. And yeah, they, you know, that there was a change and, that didn't affect anything. Yeah, sure. Okay, fine. They didn't change it since the PS Two. <laughs> so, so. The what? PS4 has, you know, ideal analog stick placement. Yes, I know. Good. Okay. Yeah. But they, they, they well, act, it, from what I saw in the pictures, it looked like they actually have like real triggers now um, that will act, act like real triggers, um, unlike you know the R2 button on uh, on on you know the PS3, um, which is good. And then they have kind of funny indented this. like. The the tops of the analog sticks are not concave, but they're kind of recessed. Yeah, which I found really amusing. I don't know how that's going to feel, but there you go. I, I you know well, so what do you think about the touchpad thing? I have no idea middle? how people are going to use that. So it's so tiny that I don't really understand what it's for. Like maybe you can mouse it around look on like the it's screen. It's going to be that precise. I don't understand know? what it's there for. It's just taking up room. I don't I don't understand. And I mean, like developers won't have to use that. No, you know, it's which is which is fine. Yes, but so there's also a light bar or something on the front, right? Right. Yes. Um. And that's because they are they are with the console is coming this kind of connect like uh dual. Well, isn't, camera that, isn't that how the PlayStation Move works? Like it has a little camera and then yeah, it yeah. tracks you. Correct. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's not bad. Yeah, but nobody has a PlayStation Move. But it comes with it now, so it's fine. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Except and and but this isn't just you know the the PlayStation Move on the PS3 works with the iFinity camera, whatever they called that thing. I hope um, not. I don't know what they called it. Okay. I'm um, going that. But it's it it's just a little webcam, right? right? And now this one this one is a whole you know, bar. It's two cameras, and it's two yeah. Um. So it's much more connect like. Yeah. Um. And each one of the you know controllers is going to have a different color, and and so they can change the color in order to for it to identify the controller. And I guess it needs to know where you are in the room now, or something. That that makes sense. I suppose. 
Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about with this with this thing? Um, it's coming out holiday of 2013. Yep. So this year. Which is yeah, which is good. Um, they they showed off a few uh, a few games. Um, you probably know more about the games because I wasn't paying yeah. attention. Um, none of them really caught my eye. Um, but I don't really think that that's what you know this this meeting was about. No, it not wasn't. At all. It, it wasn't about showing off games. It was about telling us about you know what the philosophy behind the uh, console is, and of course announcing the console itself. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what, yeah. do you, what do you think about announcing it so early? Like, so it doesn't come out until late 2013. So you know either November or December. So what do you think about announcing it so early before well, E3? Like- I li- I like it that they announced it before E3 because if they hadn't announced if they had announced it at E3 then a lot of people's attention would be divided between that and what everybody else is talking about whereas right now they talk about it now when nothing else is happening everybody is paying attention to them that makes sense so what do you, what, what what do you think we'll see at E3 then do we think do you so we didn't get to see the actual physical console so we don't no, know what it looks um, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably we'll definitely be able to see that by E3. Um, I'm sure that they'll have a lot of other games on you know on show at mm-hmm. E3, especially now that developers are, can actually talk about. Yeah, right. we're doing this for the PS4. You know, um, so we'll we'll see that kind of stuff. Um, let's see. I see. I see that you've put a a uh, yeah. Link here we'll talk about that after. About yeah that yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean. Uh, you know the the next Xbox will probably be at E3 as well, right? Um, and yeah, so exciting in, stuff. In addition to the PlayStation, you know, news, we've also learned that there's going to be second screen support in addition to the Vita. So, mm-hmm. um, so like like smart screen for Android and iOS on the Xbox, which is probably going to play a pivotal role in the next generation. Smart glass, smart glass, smart screen is something else that Windows uses. Okay, same thing, different terms. What's smart, the difference? Smart glass and project screen? No, whatever. I don't watch TV. Mm. Oh yeah, you're right. So smart glass, not smart screen. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know what they're calling it on the uh, PlayStation, but they're going to be also doing an Android app and an mm-hmm. iOS app for doing something. Nobody knows what because yeah. it's not going to be playing games. It'll probably just be you know, you know, like trivial like navigation and secondary um, stuff. Yeah, which is fine. And I think I that's great. You'll probably be able to like access the online store from there. Um, yeah. You'll probably chat chat with people. And you know, um, see like you know like scoreboards and rankings and you know mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe view you, other people's videos. If, if if you could manage like the screenshots and uh, share from there, like the stuff that you have on your PS3 or if, I mean four, that'd also be cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else it could do that I'd care about. Um, I mean, I can imagine, um, similar to Smart Glass, them doing stuff for, you know, while you're streaming a video okay, on yeah. your PS4, you know, get, get some information on the actors or like little blurbs about this scene was funny because, you know, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, prior to this announcement, everybody was crying in agony over the impending doom of, you know, sold and then, you know, used games. Right. So the, um, the game apocalypse was about to happen. And it didn't. So, what about that? Well, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter because uh, physical game sales are, are have been dropping for years now. Uh, you know, as digital sales pick up. I know you say so, that, but it's so funny. What do you mean it's so funny? It's well, the way of the future. It makes sense. You know, it's funny that you said way of the future. 
Well, what it's the way funny? of the now if you if you well, use Steam excessively. Well, well, so it's funny. So I always have to say stop myself from saying way of the future because it's a Merlin Man joke. Hmm. Is it? Yeah. So if you go to Five by Five's website, Five by Five TV, right now, and you look at the footer, it's blah 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 Five by Five Corporation, blah 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 dot way of the future. Wow. Yep. Have fun with that. So, like the game Apocalypse, like you only buy golden hits, right? Is that what they call them? Platinum hits. Platinum hits. I won't spend more than twenty dollars for any game, right? Except for one that you I wanted to play with some comrades. What is it? Guild Wars. Oh, that's I meant on a platform. The console. Com- computers are a platform. No, they're not. Oh, yeah, they're they a platform, but they're not a console. That's what I meant. Well, so be specific with your words. Yeah, whatever. And by this, I mean that. It's well, a joke that we haven't done in a while. That's a, that's another joke. Yeah. yeah. Turns out. Turns out, turns out. <laughs> Blackberry! Woo! <laughs> yeah, so speaking of the Xbox, there was a massive leak today that Microsoft is planning a Xbox event sometime in early April. Probably oh, because be they're terrified of this PlayStation 3. I mean 4. Whatever. Four. Yeah. Oh. Well, you just said Microsoft has had this major leak, and so I Google leak, and I get some plant. Oh, well done. You don't get people peeing? <laughs> no, actually, no. I, I get uh, nutrition facts with the Google Google knowledge bar. Yeah, and I have safe search on. Hmm. I'll just say What? That. You're lame. <laughs> I'm lame. So you don't? Um, no, I have it I have it uh, set to the middle one. I, don't, I didn't know there were other settings. Okay. I mean, there's there's... Oh wait, I guess safe search is on by by default, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I have it on then. I haven't changed any of those settings. No. So, so, so what what do you think the next Xbox will have going for it? So I don't what, care. Well, okay, but what can the Xbox do to compete with this? How about that? I don't speculate. You should I report on what I actually on on what I actually hear. You've got to understand that I don't care what you hear. Speculate for yourself. Make your own rumors. Be innovative. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I haven't thought about what the next Xbox is going to do because I literally don't care what the next Xbox is going to do. What do you think? You like Xboxes. Okay. okay. You want me to speculate? Yes. All right. I think I think that Microsoft is going to have to integrate it with Windows 8 Woo-hoo! because because Windows 8 is not doing as well as it should. No. The Xbox is doing it it has been doing as well as it should. Mm-hmm. Better than it should in my opinion. Um and so they're going, you know, they can e- they can use the Xbox to promote Windows 8. Right. The same way that kind of the PS4, you know, being integrated with the Vita is hopefully promoting Vita sales. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know exactly what that means, you know, having Windows 8 integration. Um, but, you know, it, it'll probably, you know, use the same, you know, Obviously, your Microsoft account is going to be very important, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they're, you know, you pay for something on one of them and you'll probably get access to it on both, uh, you know, your Windows devices and on your Xbox. Um, I heard a few rumors about, you know, like, what are, are they going to have two different uh, Xboxes? One is kind of a set-top box. Oh, my and gosh, I hope not. Yep. The other as as a, a full-blown count console. Yeah, I think that would be really silly. I don't. I mean, I don't see the appeal of set-top boxes. Well, I do, but I don't see Microsoft try- diluting their own market for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that I promoted my PlayStation by, I, I made my mom buy it. And so I did this by doing, I'll play the games, you can watch the Blu-rays. So it worked out great. Nice. You know. Privately in your basement? Yeah. 
Well, so a Blu-ray player, a good one with Wi-Fi, is 150 bucks already, and then you know for just another 150, I can play nice games on it. So great. Um, so for Windows, I mean for the Xbox, the next one, I think what they're what what they're going to pull is it'll probably be, be it'll probably not be uh, a PowerPC chip anymore. It'll probably also be x86. I hope so. so. And so unlike the Steam box that is run, going to run Linux because they don't want to license. Uh, Windows for a hundred bucks for each console. Well, it all depends on because because the Steam box doesn't actually exist. Well, but we all know there's, that it does. Well, I mean, there's the device that that Valve is making themselves, and then there are the devices that the that their hardware partners are making. Well, as well, irrelevant. They're never going to run Windows if they mass market it. They're not going to pay a hundred dollar license. But you know who is going to pay a hundred dollar license? Microsoft can pay their own hundred dollar license with their own money because they don't care because it's their own product. So instead of developing games for a specific type of chip in the future, you'll just make your Windows game and slap two different UI, two different UIs on it and say big week to everybody. That makes sense, especially because you remember a couple of weeks ago on 8-bit, we told you that, um, that one, that, that, that one program is going away, uh, that a lot of indie developers used to use. Yep. Um, and then, and, and Microsoft is just focusing on DirectX. Right. So having one unified gaming platform across all, you know, platform, consoles and PCs. So you, you Except develop... for Wii U. Well, I mean, we on Microsoft's end. Yeah. So, and of course, Windows 8 phones also use DirectX. Uh, the Surface uses DirectX. So all the Microsoft platforms will be uni- unified under one gaming platform. So that's great for Perfect. them. I like it. Right. And so I think this is the big dream behind the next Xbox and eventually the Windows 8 platform in general. Uh, and... Also, since since the PS4 is running on x86, um, I bet it will be a lot more similar to you know develop for right. than than you know PC versus the but cell processor the was thing before. Is, um, so if you so we we know for a fact that the Sony runs some derivative of Linux because they do. Um, right. Do you do you happen to know what uh, operating system an Xbox 360 happens to run? I know mine ran BSD for a day. How about when it comes out of the box from a store? I don't know what they call it. Okay, so I don't know what they call it either, but I assume it's some piece of crap that's I think fake. they call it Dashboard. Okay, I hope not. You know, uh, Dashboard updates sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Are you seriously Googling that? Yep, yep I am. No, um, no, no, no. That's, you, get, you don't get the joke. On what? The Xbox dashboard. Oh, it really that's is the, called know, dashboard. The, that is unacceptable. The UI. That's the UI. Why? That's the dashboard. Is it, well, is it a part of Windows? No. Well, well, how does it work? Okay, so anyway, that proves the point. It's not a powder of Windows now, but it will be in the future. Yes. Yes. It Excellent. makes sense, I think. It does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and it's, it's weird because I used to always root for Sony. Uh, I love the PS3 over the Xbox 360, partly because of the name because it makes no sense, but also because I just like the superior graphics and specs. But I'm almost rooting for the Xbox Next and Microsoft more this time around because I want to see this unified ecosystem of beauty and terror. Well, I'm rooting for the Ouya. Yeah, of course you are. <laughs> I thought you were going to get one. Max is going to get one. Okay. I I mean, depending on how much money I have by June, um, I might get one. Probably won't. I might maybe just I'll, get maybe, one. Just to, maybe I'll like, get like in. the second one a, yeah. a year from June. You with the Tiger once, Four. Once they already have, uh, you know, a nice library. Mm-hmm, definitely. Got anything else? Ah, uh, no, I think we pretty much covered. What, what have you been doing this whole time? You've been silent. I felt 
you being the most skeptical person on earth and Ian Buck being the gaming guy, like you two covered both ends of the uh, spectrum. spectrum. Why, why didn't you, why didn't you add your voice so, to, to, do I the count as a host? <laughs> oh my gosh. And, Just... and he counts as the guest. No, no. Cause I, uh, dominated the pants conversation. Which one? The do the dual pants layering. I don't know. Oh, pants. Oh, okay. Pants. Right. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm usually the one who's. Yeah, you, you lack the pants. Yeah. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Well, so he had two, you have none, so it averages out to one. One pair of pants per host. Right. Except for he's a guest. <laughs> Whatever. You know, Sam would insist upon calling Ian Buck something else because he's uh, on the network already, so he's not really a guest. He's an, a guest. That doesn't matter, I guess. <laughs> Well, we all know what Sam Niebers can do to himself. <laughs> anyway, uh, so where can we find you on the internet, Ian? Uh, you can find me on my blog, ianrbuck.blogspot.com. And you can find me on Google+, Plus uh, with a really long URL. And uh, you can find me on Steam. Well, and we can, we can also find you on your own show, which is, and when is it? Ah, uh, yes, of course, 8-Bit. Um, we record that on uh, Sunday evenings, and usually the episodes are up by Monday morning, Woo-hoo! usually, um, uh, depending on, you know, when our producer actually gets around turns to out. finishing them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's all about gaming reviews and news and uh, news. stuff. Yes. News, yes. And where can we find you, esteemed host? You can find me at uh, com, and you can also find me on the Twitter, which is Matt underscore Petchel. When was the last time you tweeted with your Nexus 7? Actually, trick question. I have never, ever tweeted with my Nexus 7. Really? How? Pretty easy. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, we've been over this a hundred times. The only device I've ever been able to tweet on has been the iPad. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. It, it, Twitter it's, effect is an extraordinary it's, client. It's too hard to do it on anything else. You know, I almost, well, I was going to say I'd almost pay you to buy the real one, but I, I'm not. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I can send you a gift card. Yeah, I just don't. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, of course, you can find me and Ryan Rampers at just about everywhere, especially on the Twitter, Ryan MR, but you can also find me at this new place that I haven't told anyone about except everyone. It's called the nexus.tv you know it's the one without the dash it's this new new site that i'm working on it's totally different than that that old one with the dash in it this, so has, this, it, has it stopped uh redirecting no to, no no uh, so uh, and, until we get not. the new cms that will not be changed so okay, good. So, so that mark that heralds the the new the new uh website that makes perfect sense and, and of course you know you can find this show uh on the website the nexus.tv and we do this show, this is At The Nexus, every Friday, and we talk about everything. Is that right? Does that sound good? Everything you want. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's been good. Have a good one. Have a good one. Tonk, tonk, tonk.